All right, that's enough of that dumb shit. <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of The Eavesdrop. Uh, this is Brett Battistain, uh, the host of this uh, show. Uh, thanks for listening. I uh, got a couple guests in studio uh, right off the bat. It's been a couple weeks since somebody's been here, like right at the top of the show. Uh, but we have returning guest Chad, Chad Heft. I can't believe you cut that song off before the beat dropped, dude. Oh, it you doesn't. <laughs> oh, it's a tease. It's just the same thing over and over again <laughs> until I get sick of sick enough of it to stop it. It sounds like the credits of an old school video game. Yeah. You know, like after you beat it, like, hey, good job. Now jab to this. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah. Like some I get that. had like an excite bike feel to it to me. <laughs> uh, yes. that, yeah. that voice is Jason <laughs> yes. Turner, right? Jason Turner, yes. Right on. Thanks for being here, Jason. Thanks for having and me. And you came along with the other guest over here, John. John, what was your last name again? John. John? Hannigan. John Hannigan. Yeah. Uh, what brings you guys to the show? A uh, truck. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We drove here in a truck pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Saw Chad out in the parking lot, and I was actually going to the bakery to get something to eat. And Oh, gotcha. And ne- next Just thing you know, we're in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys uh, know of the podcast? Because I don't think I, I'm... Because it's think the, I'm friends with you on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. You've you've reached out on on Facebook. I, I guess you do post you things. On yeah, yeah. Yeah. They know because it's the number one podcast in the nation. Like we talked about last week. Oh, <laughs> okay. Why am I surprised? Well, we have a. <laughs> we're pretty interested in the what podcasting so in Boise in general. We, we actually started a podcast last fall. Oh, right yeah, on. It's uh, it's so we're here to plug it. Okay, thank oh, you, okay. and uh, I really appreciate Later. you having us. Okay. <laughs> let me let me give you all the info. Uh, the website, the Facebook page, and we'll be out of your way. Oh yeah, you want to do that? I've heard that you want to do that stuff at the top of the show, uh, the, the, the like, beginning. Yeah, call. You guys want to do like a quick call to action, really quick? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that's on you. It's your oh, show. Okay. <laughs> no, put me on the spot. <laughs> all right, bitch. Go we're ahead. gonna grade okay. this, by the way, too. <laughs> there so. is a final. All right, this is Jason Turner and John. Hannigan with the Bronco Alumni Show. We put that on what we call the Sud Sports Network. That's just me and him hanging out at the bar doing a live podcast. Oh, on, right on. On yeah, Boise State your game there. So it's exciting. <laughs> so much on, more professional than we are. Yeah. <laughs> on Boise State uh, game days, I'm a former Bronco myself. Uh, we, we just interview past players. Hopefully they have notable careers. If not, they're just plugging what they're up to, just kind of like what we're doing here. Sure. But, but they're more than athletes. They're actual people. Yes. So, you know, they <laughs> That's have... what we're trying to express to people. Uh, is it just Broncos like football, or do you guys interview um, different it, athletes? It is right now. I have some connections with people that used to wrestle, oh, as okay. well as I'm friends with a lot of uh, a few volleyball and basketball players from the times that I was going to Boise State. So... Um, we're trying to branch out. That's why we called it this on the Sud Sports Network. We're really trying to um, open it up, start with football, but then after that, do open what you it know, to, right? Yeah, sure, that's, that's the people he knows. Were so. you a Bronco as well? Do no, I did not go to the school. I have not not anything to do with the school except for I I, I just help on the podcast. So are you? But you're a Bronco fan, obviously. Yeah, well, uh, I am now. But I'll give you a little outside perspective, like a, a reality. You know? Okay, so that's gotcha. the, that's his role on the show is really kind of uh the outsider from he's not keeping us honest so we don't 
the macro, into a the macro view. So you like yeah. the Broncos, but you're not like a diehard fan. From I birth. like Boise. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, I that. Yeah, I'm not I want, trying to blow up your no. spot. <laughs> I'm not trying yeah. to get you in trouble with no, your no, listeners. No, I want. <laughs> no, no, I'll be t- anything you want to ask. I, I love the town, so I therefore I love the football team, right? Because right. it helps the town sure. and makes people happy. So. Are you from here? No, no, I'm from back east. So. Uh, okay. Where are you from? Can, can you tell? Oh, 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 yeah, so, NY for yeah, yeah, New York. So New York. <laughs> it's but 2006, so I'm grandfathered into the current boom. Right. I have nothing to do with that. No, I actually, I actually have gone on record saying I want more Californians to move here because I want to force out all the Boise bad drivers. Oh, uh, so oh, yeah. The more Californians get here, the more like the terrible drivers that are native to Boise will want to mo- leave, and then we'll just be all good drivers here, and it'll be great. So. We can dream, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> California is known for their good drivers. I just want to be get that. I, well, yeah, because you have to drive fast and alert and quick to get away from it. It's like, fuck, man, the traffic's going to start here soon, man. We better go. That's, we better that is how I feel. Way. I actually feel like drivers in California kind of get a bad rap because the traffic is bad, but it's just because there's so many people. Like, I feel yeah. like the people that are, like, out there, they're actually, like, they're getting it done. Yeah, you know I think I mean? it's just, I think all the highways, when they get clogged, it's just all fast and furious drivers, <laughs> skill level wise, but they're kind of stuck. You right. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know, because if they were fast and furious skill level, they'd probably just find a way to like, do like a side wheelie, yeah. like, and just go like totally yeah. horizontal <laughs> so they can just slide through all the traffic. They're on the barriers to wheels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That Fast and Furious comes up a lot on this show. Like, okay. uh, yeah, pretty, yeah, we, pretty I, much all the time. <laughs> if you haven't heard, are you are you a big fan? Of huge the fan, yeah, huge. Okay, fan. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, do you like the new the new uh, Statham uh, the no. Rock movie? <laughs> no, you I did didn't not like appreciate it. That's that. Not hard to appreciate. It. it was outside of the the realm of Fast and Furious for you. Too too unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way too unbelievable. First of all, no, I I I feel like uh, Fast and Furious kind of lives and dies by Vin Diesel. So to take him out of it is it's not a Fast and Furious movie anymore. So. Um, yeah. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Jason, I feel like I recognize you from somewhere or something. We, well, actually both of us were in BFP like three years ago. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right and we on. went into witness protection. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys <laughs> scarred us yeah. that bad. Well, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was a part of it three no. years ago. Well, no. no, you answered some questions. I wrote yeah. them down right here from three years ago. I <laughs> answered some responses. questions. Yeah. Yeah. You did a Q and a. Did I really? On stage, yeah. Do you remember this? <laughs> oh. Obviously, he doesn't. <laughs> I could take you through the whole thing. If you oh, want. okay. No, no, for real, like oh, from memory. Okay, go ahead. I think I'm the only one that talked to him, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. If I, yeah. Because like you were like giving out advice, and there was a bunch of you know we're. Where do I get? First of all, where do I get off? Like, yeah. where do I give uh, off giving advice to anybody about anything? You know, well, we were. I, I kind of that's feel what like I was thinking. We're, we're a little. <laughs> well, it did start out weird when you just went up and and ranted about old punk bands that were awful. Now, um, who wants advice? <laughs> yeah, is this supposed to be comedy? I, I think that's how it started, actually. You, Par for the course. You stole the beginning. But I, there's a lot of young, bright-eyed faces in there. You know, twenty-year-olds for BFP, mm-hmm. and then the we weren't bright-eyed faces, so I, I think that's why I was like, this yeah, guy needs you, someone you guys are to like ask. 65 yeah, yeah, 65 and 70. <laughs> get, we actually just retired from Micron. We're getting into a new career, so it's exciting. Uh, congrats. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so what were, some of the, what were some of the questions that you asked? Where do you get off? 
I think I knew you were married at the time. Okay. I probably checked this out on Facebook. I'm good at that. That so. tracks. You asked yeah. me if he was single. <laughs> um, so I asked, like, how do you schedule with your wife? And you gave me, like, a, a – it was, like, a condescending answer, but also, like, now that I think of it, would the answer I would have given myself. Like, I put it Duct tape. on the schedule. Oh. oh, okay. Like, how do you – How are you married, dude? Like, how does your life work? I don't, you didn't go that far, but I, I, I got that. That was in your answer. Like, okay. oh, that was kind of a stupid question. Right. <laughs> and then – Well, I mean – I'm not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I've gotten better at crowd work. Yes, but I could have. I probably could have been nicer. That's okay. That's okay. You didn't have kids, I don't think, at the time, and well, I did. And that maybe I put that in there of like, now you know, right? You well, I had a yeah. kid before I got married. Oh, did you? Yeah. So oh, okay. I was in. I was engaged, um, and had been with my my now wife for a long time. Okay. But we had a kid before we officially got married. Okay. So we're just going to say you were married at the time. Okay, cool. Okay. It just looks like it. You present that image. You've been married for like 30 years. So, okay, cool. I'm on board with that. All right. (laughs) It's like the old dad kind of deal. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm aiming towards. Me too. I back that. (laughs) (laughs) I started wearing more Hawaiian shirts. So I'm just like really leaning into it. (laughs) Well, since we're retired, we're going to get into that. Started getting the lawnmower knowledge more than a, but not like cool, like trendy Hawaiian. It's like Tommy Bahama. Right. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. they got to be on sale to Marshall. Let's get up Marshall's together, man. Cool. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah, they got like a lot of vintage sales mm-hmm. there. So we'll do Ross, Marshall's. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, anything I get discount. <laughs> Maybe our wives will drag us to TJ Maxx one day. Yeah, yeah. I've been in there. I'm, I'm retired. i got to downsize here. Sure. i got to really restrict the funds. All right. What uh, What other questions? What was one of the other questions? On your bot, I think, were you a coach? Was that what it was? Uh, I'm not sure if I was a coach. 2016. That year. Um, <laughs> I barely remember that year. I might, Yeah, I think I might have been a coach okay. that year. Because we didn't make it, so there's no bitterness over here, but we didn't get to hang out <laughs> with any coaches. Um, oh, he you could, didn't make it he into could the tell, top 20? He could tell you weren't going to make it. That's why he gave you the condescending <laughs> answer. Yeah. I was finding guy. myself at the time. You have yeah. no idea. You know me better than not myself at the time. Like, Go back to your wife and kid, man. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you guys did not make it into the top 20? No, we were in the top, top 20. 20. Yeah, okay. we didn't, we we didn't, didn't make that. it past that. Gotcha. I equated gotcha. it to you sports fans. I know you like just sitting in that draft room like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the camera keeps getting closer and cl- like, no, okay. Was I potentially a like one of the panel of people that was like interviewing, like pre-interviewing contestants? To, no, like, I think you were 20? the coach. You were the actual okay. coach. Because I did do that one year without okay. coaching. All right. And then I coached a couple other years and then I was Do you remember the people you coached what their names are? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, uh, that'll uh, help. Rachel Boxa, I've coached her the first year. Mm-hmm. She made it into the top 10 but not the top 5. Okay. And then the next year I coached uh Kaz Gable, who to this day is one of my best friends. Oh yeah, and is he, he in Denver? He's in Denver okay. and he uh is one of the guys that helps me run eavesdrop oh nice uh yeah so we're we're pretty hey kaz yeah hey kaz i talked to you once at the bar his podcast uh roasted games is pretty doing pretty well Um, oh nice so check that out everybody all listeners and then um cat lizaraga yeah that was our year yeah okay right on okay cool took her to the finals he's a good coach yeah. <laughs> Did you retire after that? Is that when you hung him up? Uh, I think. No, he went all Bobby Knight. <laughs> <laughs> well, ch- I think the next year, I, I think that is w- like when I had a kid. 
was the fall. No, that's not right. I had a kid and then, no, I moved. I moved to Denver after that year. Um, okay. So then I was gone for two years and then I came back this year and what did not coach or anything, but I did judge one of the nights. Well, everybody's always judging down there. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I know they didn't even need, I usually just judge people from the comfort of my home on Facebook, but they invited me to come down and do it in person. And I was just like, bad, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That That tracks. (laughs) Uh, Jason, did you also make it? Have you guys been, uh, well, actually, first, Jason, you so you also didn't make it into the top ten, you yeah. ju- but just the top ten. Yeah, I'm, I was a first round elimination. Okay, yes. who was your coach? No, well, they coach. didn't. Have, they, you no get, coach. got paired up with coaches raw. after ten. Uh, is, is okay. the format okay. that it used okay. to be. I was I just raw, chat, chat. Hey, I quit. I, 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 I coached two years. Okay. And the first one was Koji, who's uh, got a podcast here, and, An- another uh, East yeah. Drop guy. Yeah. And uh, he, I thought he got robbed uh, of going into the top five. I thought he at least had a top four performance, you know. Uh, but then the next year was even worse when it was Matt Newland, and uh, he didn't make the top five, and it was just like, oh shit, dude. Oh. Now I'm gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, dude. I as soon as I saw his face, dude, I was like, I know that fucking look, dude. <laughs> I fucking... And I can only help so much. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> look. Um, but so... yeah, I couldn't have coached a third year because I was like, look, I two people I've got been burned. Two, yeah, two people got robbed in a row. If it happens a third time where the contestant I coach gets robbed, I was like, it's me. Okay, third. And I was like, and I don't want to know that, so I'm out. Well, I believe the first year, the first maybe the first couple years, it was mostly like by audience vote um, as far as like who got to move on. Uh-huh. And then I think it moved more to like, uh, where it was like split with like the judges, like the judges gave a rating on of like one to five in different categories for each contestant, and then that was like averaged out uh, like versus how many audience votes they got. So people, because I think for the first couple of years, people were just like packing it with their friends and family oh, and yeah. stuff like that, and then of course they would yeah. it would be easy oh, yeah. for them to move on, you know. Oh, yeah. for, for the record, do you know what year that started? No, <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Probably the year right before. <laughs> I, I, I've been through Lady Business trash for years, and I cannot find any of those score sheets. The but I know they're out there. Um, well, I know the the fir- Lady Business didn't start doing it until maybe the fourth or fifth year. Okay. Because uh, it was started by another another person. That's a whole other podcast, isn't it? The history of Boise's yeah, funniest yeah, person. Yeah, sure. somebody else can do that one. <laughs> you don't want to just do that right now. No, 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 no. no. I don't I'm know. I, I, I think they, I think they took over quite quickly though, because the first year, I think it I, was year, it was year four. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because year two, the only reason I decided to was because Lady Business asked me to. They for sure weren't. They for sure weren't doing this. To Google. No. <laughs> uh, anyways. Hey, Siri, I got a question. <laughs> um, do, do either of you guys still do comedy at all? No, no. We like talking into microphones way better in a seat than standing up. I, I kind of feel the same way. Like com- doing stand-up comedy for me these days is not as fun. It, like it's so late. You know, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, that it's was almost one my of, yes, bedtime. That was exactly one of them. Yeah, yeah. Was. It's so late, and it's hard to go to like open mics and just perform. For... Yeah, I really wish I went when I was twenty-one. I a know. lot like, but you know, whatever. You can't go back in time. Right. I yet. <laughs> the night's young. <laughs> From like twenty-three to twenty-seven is when I was like hitting it pretty hard, and then after my son was born, it was like, 
I don't want to like go out and do stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's hard at night. Uh, Jason, do you have any kids? Yes, I have an eight-year-old uh, daughter. Her name's Ruby. I also have um, a one-month-old daughter oh. na- named Kennedy. Oh, congrats! Yeah. Oh yeah, I got that's cool. Here, to, here. Okay, here's my real plug. I need to make. My daughter, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kirsten, my wife, my most loving and supporting wife, uh, who allows me to come and do cool stuff like this and go do my podcast at a bar. My Ru- right my on. daughter, Ruby, who's eight years old. She just started third grade at Sage. And my daughter, Kennedy, she's one month old, and she's the cutest baby, <laughs> of course. Wow. So that's quite a shout out to the it? family. Wait, what was the, what's the baby's name? Kennedy. Kennedy. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I so know Ruby and Kennedy. I could see yeah. the look in your eye. It. She is named after the '90s uh, MTV VJ Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's is my exactly joke. true. That's my joke, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> whoever, whoever puts it out first gets, gets the joke. <laughs> we got a real Carlos. That's how recording. Right <laughs> You're recording, right? As long as it's on record, it's yeah. Yeah. There you go. yeah. I'll let it out, Jason. Alleg- allegedly, it was his joke. How about that? Allegedly. Yeah. I don't hear it anywhere else. Did you tape it? Do you have it on wax? I just have my wife as a witness. She's heard me say it. Maybe on a text. No, it's on a text. Um, Sage is a charter school, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So my son uh, is four, and he's about to start preschool. Um, So now the it's like in my mind, like, you know, like elementary school and stuff like that. And like I know so many people that have like put their kids into charter schools, but I have no idea what it means. Like I don't I don't get it. Okay, it's so not, it's it, not like privately funded, right? Or no? Okay. It, well, some some of them are just private, like Montessori schools right. or whatever that are just charter. So though you pay to go to those, no matter what grade you're in. But Sage right. is a state funded charter oh, okay. school, and you have to take a you have to enter a lottery to get in. And that's the only thing. It's in January. So if you're looking to get your kid in, remember that. It's in January. No lottery. One, it, so if you get in on the lottery, they can just can continue to go to the school or do they have to do the lottery every year? No. <laughs> it's like, no, nope, sorry. No. You just – Okay. There's like an email you reply to uh, every year that says, yeah, we're coming back. And then that's – You have okay. to move away from all your friends. <laughs> yeah. You get um, in for like the first two years, then the third year, sorry, buddy. Yeah. So, First, um, it, so like if you don't get the lottery the first year, can you like get into the like enter into the lottery for like the next grade up? Oh, there's yeah, a waiting, yeah, there's actually, waiting list. Yeah. I actually, my son was in the lottery and they called like a week into school. Oh, because okay. a lot of kids drop out and really, why? Yeah, but it was like his first week of first grade and we had just moved him from somewhere in kindergarten. I'm like, we're not. He just settled in here. Right, know? yeah. And they were like, we're getting that a lot. Like, yeah, well, school started last week. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Well, what about for, like, the following year? So, like, if you are in the – like, like you don't have to get in at kindergarten, and if you don't get in at kindergarten, then I think like it gets it, progressively right? harder if you just do this, like, like the actual lottery, like, numbers-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, it's wide open for kindergarten, but then the next year we're 95% full or 90% full for first grade. Oh, that return, makes You know sense, what I mean? Because they're so already in there. The law okay, of diminishing right. returns sure. there, I'm pretty sure. That makes total sense. <laughs> now, you said kids would drop out? 
Do, kids do leave that school a, a lot. I didn't too. know that was an option. I would have never gone back to my schools, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, transferred is the word. <laughs> oh, okay. still, well, it is Idaho, so you can just write on a piece of paper, right? <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> I, I'd like to go to my home and go to school. And they're like, that's fine. You seem like you're going to do everything. <laughs> you promise? Yeah, yeah, I'll promise. Um, so what do you, Jason, what do you think are kind of maybe some of like the benefits of charter school? Like if you can think of any off the top of your head. Well, they do, um, it's, it's a different, they're like run by a more over, like a governing body. It's called Sage International School. Mm-hmm. So it runs on this IB program, which is a curriculum okay. where they, it's like an international curriculum where they, they're in French since they're in kindergarten. They at least sing a bunch of songs in French and now she's getting into grammar and stuff like that. That's cool. And they, it's just a, you know, keep Sage weird bumper stickers. And, (laughs) you know, they don't have school on Fridays. So they let the teachers have the day to have meetings and get caught up and like uh, cooperate. That's cool. And smaller class sizes, right? Yeah. I think she has like 20 kids in her class. So oh, like that's, that. that's like steeper than I would have guessed. I would yeah. have guessed like 15 or well, something they, like that. Well, th- there's a lot of demand for the for the school. And it's in the sure. old, remember the old mall that was out on Park Center way back on the day, back where Smoky Mountain is? Yeah. It's that, right there, right? That's the yeah. school. It's in the old, whole old mall. So they have like all this space. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool. I guess really it's nice. better to be at the old mall than the old prison. That'd <laughs> yeah. be fucking weird, man. <laughs> and John. Sage is definitely uh, weird. Mm-hmm. How many kids do you have? Just one. Just that's one? Ha- and he's in first grade? No, he's in fifth. Oh, fifth grade. grade. Yeah, this was like years ago. I'm talking. That was from. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, ago. gotcha. So he's in fifth grade yeah, now? His, his sage ship had sailed. So is he, can, is he going to be in. Uh, is he going to middle school? Like, is he in the. No. Or is he in the Boise School District? No, he's at Hawaii up the hill there. Okay, so that's junior high, right? No, so it's, it's like, like grade uh, sixth grade up till sixth, I think. Seventh, eighth, ninth is middle school. No, middle school is sixth, seventh, eighth. And junior high is seven, eight, nine. No, no, not not here. No. What do you mean? Like at like South Junior High is like seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah, that's junior high. Yeah. Not middle school. Middle school is different. Oh, middle, middle school. Oh, okay, junior high. Yeah, middle, middle school, okay, school is sixth, seventh, eighth, and yeah. junior high is seventh. I get eighth, confused because where I went to school, they called it junior high, and we did sixth, seventh, eighth. Well, so that oh, was like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, because like in Meridian, back in Greenball, Alabama, no, back right, in Alabama. yeah, and so in Meridian, there's the the they have middle schools, mm-hmm. sixth, seventh, eighth, and then Boise School District is junior highs, and they have seventh, eighth. Oh, nine. all right, all right. That's... So it's a little bit different. <clears throat> so, so I didn't know there's okay. Fancy I'm going to tell my story. Wording. Where I was from, we had <laughs> seventh and eighth grade grouped together. Same. That was called junior high. That was it. And I think it would have been more effective if it was structured as a prison. <laughs> actually, like you were talking about earlier, Chad, like. Because man, set those those two ages jammed together. It, it's gonna it's be just, wild. It's, it, it was. <laughs> oh, we party hard at my oh, yeah. middle school. <laughs> oh yeah, it was nuts. Well, we talked the uh, Lady Businesses podcast overbooked. We were talking about it a little bit that um, on their last episode that that like uh, six. It should be like um, like the elementary schools that go to sixth grade. Like sixth graders being in the same school as a kin like kindergartners is seems crazy yeah, because wrong. sixth graders yeah. Are, yeah and like but then like sixth graders uh, paired with like or, or seventh graders also paired with ninth graders like in a junior high seventh eighth ninth like the difference between a seventh grader and a ninth grader is like also huge because like imagine the difference between you like as a like a ninth grader and you as a seventh grader 
the amount of development that has gone on since then is like astronomical. <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I think uh, that also goes. My ninth grader would have totally kicked the shit out of my seventh grader. So, <laughs> yeah, but like six, like the difference between a sixth grader and an eighth grader, it doesn't seem like that much. Yeah, you know. Well, also, but then when you jump the ninth grade up, because I I went to a ninth grade high school. Mm-hmm, me too. And you're around like men and women when you <laughs> you're like, I mean, to you, men and women, not to. The sure. versions of us now, they're still little kids right. at 17 yeah. and 18. But when you're 14 years old and someone's 70, like, whoa. Yeah. I was 18 my senior year of high school. Yeah, so you're... So I was like an adult. Like yeah. I was going and like buying cigarettes on my, you know, like yeah. on my 10 minute break and then coming back and like teachers trying to tell me what to do. And I'm just like, I'm 18. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's all these young I ninth 14 year olds that are like... Ah, uh, like, literally, <laughs> yeah. bug eyes. Yeah. The freshman ninth grader's like, what is that guy, the janitor? And it's like, no, dude, he's just a junior, bro. <laughs> and he failed 10th grade <laughs> twice. He's been here for eight years. <laughs> I know, you could stay at high school till you're 21. I mean, that's where the real uh, reputations are made. Oh, yeah. If you can stay in high school till 20 and play some sports, you're a man competing against children. Anything. I mean, if you can sing, dance, you're just better. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> Well, I don't admit, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be like, like seeing people in high school, like uh, with like mustaches, you know, because like people are starting to get like their facial hair. And in high school, you're like, oh, wow, that guy can grow. That guy can grow facial hair. And then like looking back through yearbooks and you're just like, oh, God, it's like it's so wispy. Oh, it looks yeah. like a- <laughs> I went to school with this guy named Jason Marin and he. He grew this full beard all the way up to right underneath his eyes. Oh, Since like tenth grade, tenth grade, he had was like he part Sasquatch. He had or like <laughs> he had like twelve o'clock shadow. What does he look like today? <laughs> Is it just I don't know. Over his whole face? I think I think he might have gone Sasquatch and disappeared into the woods somewhere. To be honest with you. He became yeah. Bigfoot. Well, it's, 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 it's a sad story. Is his facial hair got stuck in a uh, escalator? And, uh... He's actually completely bald now. Yeah. <laughs> totally shaved. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think being one of the greatest privileges of my entire life was being 18 in my senior year of high school. Uh, because that meant that I didn't have to get like permission to leave school. Like I didn't have to have like a written note from like my parents or something. Oh, you were the note. Was that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I would just leave and sometimes teachers would stop me. I, like I would skip school all the time <laughs> and teachers would stop me as I was leaving and be like, where are you going? You can't leave in the middle of school hours. And I'd be like, I'm 18. I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I might and go they get- would be like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I might go buy some cigarettes. I might go shoot in the war. You don't know. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. No, that's pretty awesome because I did exactly what you did my senior year, but I didn't turn 18 until well after I graduated. So oh, gotcha. we had to have a lot of um, very honest meetings with my parents. I used to have to call from the office. and yeah. Oh, yeah. But I was just thinking, like, if I had just been born in January, I, those last six months wouldn't have been so bad. Yeah. it was. I, my birthday is in October. Okay. And I turned 18. Oh, uh, almost the whole ride. Yeah. yeah. I turned yeah, I turned 18. All right. <laughs> I'm going back in the later. time machine with you to do your senior year. Let's do it. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, it did kind of bite me in the ass though because I ended up uh, missing too many days and then in order to graduate I had to do community service. Um but also too, I was so shifty and uh, crafty <laughs> in high school that I went to 
uh, I volunteered at the Idaho Youth Ranch to like sort through stuff. And I just made like a, like I had a sheet of paper that I would have to get signed mm-hmm. um, from the people at the Idaho Youth Ranch. And so I, I got them to sign it while it was blank. And then I made copies. And then, so I had their signature. And so I would just fill in all the hours. And then I already had their signature and I just turned that in. So nice. I forged nice. it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, when I had to do community service, I don't know how I weaseled this, but, but uh, I just went to the bowling alley because I used to do a lot of youth bowling and shit. And uh, I was like, hey, you, you care if I come here and just help coach some of the kids? Uh, during youth bowling and they're like yeah whatever sure criminal (laughs) (laughs) and that's exactly what I did yes criminal please be around our children (laughs) (laughs) oh and you're old enough to buy beer yeah get drunk while you're (laughs) no it wasn't a drinker you got a flask (laughs) (laughs) my old rusty flask what's in there Kool-Aid don't worry about it (laughs) Uh, that's a pause for a drink sometimes it's so hard to time out a drink you know, like in a, in this kind of medium where I'm like, yeah, trying to go for a drink, and all of a sudden that's when everybody's like, okay, let's stop talking. Let's, yeah. all, <laughs> looking, let's all stop and watch them watch drink them drink. We're actually seeking an official beer sip sponsor on our podcast. Yeah, so oh, we wow. can take a drink, so that right? We can I take mean, a drink and make both. money at the same time. Boom. That's a great idea. You write that one down. Yeah, write yeah, that yeah, one yeah. down for sure. Drink. You can have that one. Oh, sip sponsor. That's yeah. what you call that. You Beer get a soda, sip, right. I guess, if you wanted to. I mean, yeah, it whatever. Was, it's fine. Tea. Uh, if it was squirt, squirt. They don't know what you're drinking. <laughs> oh. Sponsored by yeah, Drano. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think I would feel right if I was drinking something else. I think I would have to be it drinking. It wouldn't come through in your voice. It wouldn't be no. authentic. I yeah. Know. I'm a method actor. <laughs> I'm like the Daniel Day-Lewis of uh, sip ads. <laughs> I got to get in character and stay in character. You know? uh, speaking of ads, I've been seeing this on a Facebook a lot. Is um, They're advertising the, the, wind, the, the, the windshield covers that you put up to block the sun. And you know they're you know they have like uh, Larry David there. Have you seen this at all? No, on your no. Screens? There's some company that just makes those screens. You know you put on up, and uh, the sunscreens for your car. And <laughs> instead of just being nothing or you know just a color, it's a picture. And you know so it's got Larry David, and <laughs> it's the, from his like the first season where the person's reaching in the back seat, and it also has like other TV shows and stuff. And I was like, you know, if I were to buy one of those, you know what the one I would want. Taxi driver, <laughs> because that would—I think—that would be the best. Is you just pass the clear? What the? Fu- oh shit! Okay. Uh, but I want to know if you had to buy one of those screens where it was a, just a picture of, and it's literally like Larry David sitting mm-hmm. in the car. Uh, like, who would you want? I would um, want Jerry Seinfeld picking his nose. Like, ah, <laughs> see, there you go. Real. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Like for real. Yeah. That's, a, that's pretty good. What about you, John? Uh, probably. I, I like to go fast, so probably Ricky Bobby. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> with, with the with the with the what was it, Jaguar? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be awesome. That movie with that, the puma in that movie is what started my obsession with animals having people names because that he na- names that puma Karen in that movie. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh, that's the funniest fucking thing after, I've ever heard. After the, after Karen from Goodfellas. Actually. Oh, all no, right. No. <laughs> Karen, the helicopter. Karen, right? that was the last of our shit. Uh, let's see. Brett, who are you going to go with? I want Bert from Bert and Ernie. <laughs> Smoke with weed. Um, I don't. 
God, I don't oh, want to well, say yeah, I dude, don't know. Well, hold on, man. You're the Fast and Furious guy, dude. You can oh, yeah, Vin Diesel. Diesel. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm Boy. Surprised <laughs> it was right in front of us the whole time. God, I feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> so like, stupid. But pitch black Vin Diesel with the goggles <laughs> on. Right? Yeah, that'd be the one. Um, yeah, well, uh, although, you know, Vin Diesel is not my favorite character in those movies. I'm a Han boy. I love Han. So it, maybe if it was Han, oh okay, uh, I'd be down with that. That'd be cool. Okay. Um, or Paul Walker, R.I.P. <laughs> um, now would it be Paul Walker smiling, being cool, or like one of the like right before hitting the right I think before the be, accident where he's like, no. I think it would be Paul Walker from when at the end of Seven when they, uh, you know, like put his face on his brother's body and you can kind of tell it's CGI, you know, they're super <laughs> the and it's right before they drive, like before he drives off to heaven, okay. <laughs> you know, at the end. Uh, oh, you could also have Thelma and Louise. That's another good one that they could put up there. That'd be good. Um, you know what? Uh, I would want Omar from the wire just sitting there chilling. Like, like, like he's stalking somebody. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, what was that movie with, uh, Charlie Sheen where he was driving with that, it comes on oh, TV yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every Yeah, I know, which one, I know what movie you're Wait, talking about. The, is it, is it, the Chase? The, the Chase? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Holy is that what we're shit. doing? There you go. Wow. Oh, we nice pull. Yeah, thank you. That nice was a pole. good car movie. I'm just trying. Oh, Mad Max. <laughs> oh. That's on board one. with that. Yeah. That's a good one. How about the guy from <laughs> Office Space that's sitting in traffic? Oh, Maybe no. Michael Bolton. Yes. Dude, that. No relation. That dummy, that test dummy that's oh, in the that's Tesla a, That's space. a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that'd be good. Yeah. Oh, He's still up there, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Can we check He's in on him? He's made his first circuit around the sun, I think. Nice. He posted that. Um, you know what would be the best one, maybe? is um, So there was a porn that was trending on Reddit not that long ago that was um, the what? first. Uh, what is that? What's porn? What's porn? <laughs> <laughs> what's I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just graduate from that charter school first. This, uh <laughs> This uh, woman made filmed a scene with a guy in a self-driving Tesla. Uh, so they <laughs> they mm. made it while they were driving, uh, while he was Go in the driver's on. seat. Okay, and it like blew up. It was like it went viral. It got like millions of views like within its first couple it's of days. About to get a million and but one. That would be a great song. <laughs> yeah, a great song. yeah. And especially if you could get the video to play. You know, it's just like, who the, why don't you move. take a still? Like, I mean, people are just walking by like, oh, I remember seeing this. <laughs> Homeless the... guys jerking off near your car. Nah, that'd be a problem. That's a good way to sell Teslas, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Elon, <laughs> take note of that. <laughs> the first you think time it was you an accident while driving. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if... Well, I guess it, long road oh, trips, shit. it would be great, but I, I just don't know that if I, I if I want to give up control. I just don't know if I trust it. I've seen iRobot too many times. So. <laughs> well, shit, man. The car's going to be able to fuck you pretty soon. I mean, that's not Well, that's that when I'm buying away. one. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, I am all for self-driving cars, for sure. Like 100, 110%. I'm for self-driving cars for everybody else. <laughs> Remember that movie, that John Claude Van Damme movie, Time Cop? Hell yeah! When he was in the future, and he was just <laughs> do I? And he was just in his car, like uh -huh. on his way somewhere, just oh, yeah. chatting with someone, not even caring. I was like, that's a great idea. Fuck yeah! Minority Report had cool self-driving yeah, cars too yeah. in that movie. Uh, I, yeah, I think it'd be dope. Like, yeah. and they're gonna be able to avoid wrecks 
like more easily, you know, because they like they're on yeah, like, a sensor. You, you know, you could get your schoolwork or your 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 work work done on the way to work or mm-hmm. school. Like that'd be the shit. Like yeah. oh shit, I forgot to do the rest of my math homework. Oh yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> it'd, it'd be the best. Eventually, they should just like everybody should just live in a like cube yeah. that has like their bed, their shower, and their toilet, and that just moves everywhere. Oh, that'd be way easier. You're in town cube, and then like you have you know when you're fancy and you can afford yeah. a set. Oh, we have an out of town one. We we have a little like we take out of town. We have a, you know. And we t- take a self-driving car there, too. <laughs> Oof, man. You think the world's cold now, man. Just imagine all those people going around in the cubes and the people that can't afford the cubes that are out. Like, look at these fuckers. I'm going yeah, to vir- talk to these shit. Virtual heads. reality, man. Like, Wait. you don't need... Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt no, you. No, go ahead. But w- does that mean when you hook up, like, your cube pulls up next to someone and, like, well, yeah. the cube's mm-hmm. like... Is that how it works? Like, like, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. Tinder cube? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's like, swipe, you know, swipe right. It's like, you matched. I'm like, all right, where you parked your cube? <laughs> and you go there, you hook up, and it just opens the door to both of them. Yeah. It's like oh, the there. double room in a hotel. The yeah, double exactly. Door. And yeah. you never have to go outside unless you want to. That's when the teenagers with shotguns come into your cube. Like, all right, you fell for it. All right, let's get this shit and go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. So dark. Somebody's going to work. Well, no, no. At this point, we have so much facial recognition. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. you know exactly who's in that cube. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have cubes that can take you anywhere. Yeah. Then a, you, can, you know who's going to be coming in. There. Yeah. A pretty girl with a uh, bank robber of a brother, right? Is that. There'll, oh, yeah. there'll be a girl running That'll a scam happen. right there. <laughs> you know whose cube you don't want to get is a hoarder. Like, that would be the worst. The, the doors open and it just, like, <laughs> topples down into your cube. <laughs> it's, it literally looks like it's, like, frayed on the side because the stuff's coming out the side of the windows and stuff. So my place, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need, like, an intermediary cube. No, dude. She, she, <laughs> she hooks up the for storage. cube. <laughs> It just uh, it just reeks like cat litter in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> you have forty three cats in your little cube. <laughs> yeah, she's a cat hoarder, so it's just cats. A wave of cats <laughs> flooding out into your cube. I want to be politically correct. It could be a guy hoarder too. I've, oh, sure. I've seen the okay. Oh, yeah. Jokes, yeah. Uh, I don't think he'd have cats though if we're gonna you know. Man, what the stereotype is definitely not as strong for like the cat old man with cats. What is it? What is the old man horde? That's what I want to know. I miss those episodes. Well, I phone do, books. I do remember. <laughs> I, I, I do remember seeing an episode of Hoarders of the Guy, uh, and, and it was a because I was going to ask like, what's worse, the woman hoarder or the guy hoarder? But I think they could be equally the same. Oh yeah, but for the, sure. this guy literally had like around his like the uh, in his house, pretty much in an L shape. And in, in just in the corner of his room was, I don't know, a couple, like, three feet. And then, like, it almost went down, like, like a V, all filled with cat litter. And, by the way, didn't look like it was ever changed since he put that in. Because he had that many cats. And I was like, D- okay, first off. Oh, dang. Like, you got to clean that, dude. Jesus Christ, what are you doing, dude? Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, like, a, just, like, a corner, a whole thing of a room. <laughs> and I was like, dude, even for decorative, this is a horrible choice, you know? <laughs> but, like, you know, I understand you have a lot of cats, but... Yeah, that's... Uh, what a bummer, you know? That'd be... That, what a tough life. We <laughs> should design that, like, the giant cat trap, and there's a big... I don't know, drawer, bucket underneath and go clean it out. They have like the mini version of that with like certain cat litter boxes. No, I want this custom built in my living room. I don't even have cats or like cats or I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But for a lot of people do. And 
We have, would be, we have what cats, you need is a, you need a <laughs> Tesla uh, litter box. There That's you what go. you need. <laughs> Goes so right cleaning. down to the battery. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh power. It, there you go. Your cat. Yeah, it powers your car. Oh that, yeah. Screw the battery, Tesla. That would be yeah. what a world. Dude, just go. think of how much money Crazy Cat Ladies make if the cat yeah. shit could power your car. Oh yeah. <laughs> like oh you need some gas? All right, come on by my house. Well, we need to tilt the scales of power. So, <laughs> I mean, I think society is calling for that tilting the scales of power. So if okay. women who have twenty five cats and a bunch of cat shit around their house are the new uh, Texas billionaire <laughs> oil guys. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeehaw! Yeah. I made it all. Yeah. Made the brown it. and gray gold. Dude, just think how much like. Africa would make because they would pretty much have like the jet fuel like from <laughs> all of the big cats they have there. Oh, nice. Yeah, and like nice. Southeast Asia because they have like tiger and jaguar ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Saudis. Dude, just think of the. Uh, <laughs> Just think of the polar bear shit that you get from Alaska and stuff, dude. Holy cow. Well, those Wait, are, that's polar, what, that's is what it, powers. That can't be all shit. It's just cat shit, right? Well, I mean, we do have, maybe that's diesel. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what all the construction runs on. It wouldn't change anything. The, the oil barons would just buy all the cats up real quick. <laughs> and it, the power, oh. I mean, it would not change hands. Uh, meanwhile, dogs are just pissed <laughs> off. Like, oh, motherfucker. Man, it sucks that you're so right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. It's like the craft beer industry. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Budweiser bought most of it. Yeah, I actually didn't know that until pretty recently. That, like... It was like, we want to expand and make more. Cool. We have like these giant plants to Bruin, so we should talk. Yeah. 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 Do um, are a lot of like the Boise ones, I don't know. Are you guys beer guys at all? Yeah. We, we I drink can, I would say, yeah. <laughs> I would say, yeah. Because um, I'm not really like a beer per like aficionado by any means. Oh, no, I'm not either. Like I just... I, I'll get like these kind of beers like Sockeye and stuff like that to have like around in the office because i feel like they have like a variety pack of like a craft beer is bound to like entice more people than just like having coors light in there you know yeah <laughs> Bud plus they're local Bud i mean you're supporting the local scene yeah. So, yeah but i don't really care that much like i like coors light and bud light and stuff yeah like so that, do you know? i i mean that's the uh but do you know like are there a lot of boise breweries that are like under the like Umbrella. anheuser bush well 10 barrel definitely its own oh okay them. gotcha and Didn't then know that. weirdly enough you know those are the when you go to like sports stadiums i don't know why i keep bringing it back to this but sports stadiums like 10 barrel is the craft beer and they're weird because budweiser has owned that stadium for years through advertising oh. so you know the little you know you're not going to go downtown or down to a stadium and see boise brewing or whatever town that is philadelphia brewing or whatever right. like it's still like this it's budweiser Man, right. Right. i i really hope that someone comes out with 11 barrel <laughs> I mean, it goes up to 11. <laughs> that would just be the shit, dude. Someone please do that. Uh, I do. I, yeah, that's Anheuser-Busch here. Does it? And they're like, okay. And like, ah, fuck. Oh, I'm sure they have that one trademarked, just in case. <laughs> I hope the guys from Spinal Tap have that trademarked. Um, yeah. Um, what, up to 11? Uh, no, the, if they're going to do a beer. Yeah, yeah. If, I think, so, if, if someone came up with I think uh, Marshall Amps might have um, 11 trademarked because that's what it is. It's a Marshall lamp, right? Ah, okay. We should get it goes up to 11. Let's see if they'd want to do beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Marshall's and Marshall amps and Christopher guest 
and, or I get Rob Reiner and uh, <laughs> and the people at Anheuser Busch are all teaming up <laughs> to make an eleven barrel beer. Let's get richer. <laughs> um, Let's get these poor people drunk. <laughs> uh, what else? so on your guys's podcast? Um, is it like? Are you guys like doing like sports analysis stuff? Is it meant to be kind of like more funny, but or are you just kind of like getting to know the alumni that have played in sports? On yeah, the, for the Broncos. Well, there's a lot of alumni that are still out in the community that live in Boise that are are still or were like household names to uh, thousands of a people lot of people. Yeah, I, well, exactly. even just maybe even like nationally because like college footballs like. A huge thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. 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 luckily so, they're not still in school. <laughs> just like, Jesus Christ, how long are you gonna stay? So we uh, were starting our podcast off kind of slowly, organically through some friends and favors and stuff like that. And then it, it kind of came up on the podcast that uh this fall, actually on Friday, is the twentieth year anniversary of a Bronco football player passing away due to an injury on the on the field during a practice. Oh, no way. Yeah. I didn't so, know. Never heard of this. <clears throat> so it's actually, we're, we're trying, we're doing our best to turn it into a big deal this year. We have um, the family, his family being flown up from Southern California. Do you want California. to give him the background of this? We, oh, the story. Like the you guys want to hear the story? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. So we're on the field. It's a practice scrimmage, right? It's the second practice scrimmage of the fall Do you camp. want to back up a little further? Oh, no. okay. So I, Paul I, and so I, I was two. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the beginning. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have John tell the story. You yeah. started yeah. off yeah. as a, a very dense single point. Yeah. And one day it expanded out at a rapid, <laughs> at a rapid Let's rate. Let's have John start it off. Since Next thing was... you know, I'm coming out of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, yada, yada, what yada. Is this? <laughs> Here we are. No, that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I told him earlier. Take it back to the beginning but <laughs> well right. I, I mean just the the backstory okay. is that his, his name was paul reyna okay. um him and jason actually played high school football together so they oh, came okay. here together wow. as freshmen what in, position did he play defensive uh, end the end okay. yeah and i'm i was the offensive tackle doesn't he look like Oof, it yeah, he probably like don't believe it over the table <laughs> i'm almost back up to my playing weight though almost that's <laughs> called baby weight <laughs> <laughs> so so we came here together from high school we get here like the second week in August, and by the third week in August, he's gone, basically, right? He's getting blocked. He trips, hits his head on the turf, and a uh, blood vessel opens up between his brain and his skull. And he, uh, the pressure goes up, and, you know, they try to they try to relieve the pressure with a bunch of surgeries, but a week later, he he just slipped away, and, and then they uh, donate his organs and, and then pull the plug, and then he was gone. Like, that's happened this Friday was when they pronounced him dead. That's so, 20, wow. 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. 20 years ago. Dude, and it was just a, a, wow. a, a fall to the ground? Yeah, it was standard-looking regular play. You see it happen every time. Every play on football, someone falls to the ground like that, and it was just the right angle, the right yeah. momentum. Who knows what the physics or medic, medic, medicine yeah. behind it was. But um, so, so that happened. It was terrible, right? He passes away like – the day before my first day of freshman classes in the fall. Wow. Right? So I'm in my first class in the AM, and I get pulled out, and we go to see him, say, pay our respects and say goodbye, basically. So it was a very emotional time in my life, and the whole football team really kind of bonded around that, right? And if you've been in Boise since 
99 or later, that's when I got here, was in 1999, you would notice that there's been a lot of growth in regards to the Boise State football team mm -hmm. yeah. and the popularity locally and nationwide as well. So I like to think, and a lot of people that I went to school with and played with think that Paul had a big part in that growth because that incident really brought us together as a team and got us to be playing for each other instead of a potential spot in the NFL or a coach mm -hmm. or themselves or stats or whatever. And, we, and the whole team really got to know each other around that. So I think that maybe that kind of spirit needs to come back into the football program and we really need to be reminded just last week there was an article in in the press tribune was it about how they hiked up to table rock and oh, statesman yeah. and the statesman that talked about paul and and all that stuff so oh, wow. they're, they're trying okay. to they're bringing it back and um i'm going to be going on actually the ticket this local sports radio station on friday to talk about this with Caves and Prater during uh, oh, Idaho nice. Sports Talk. Right on. Out there at Bronco Motors. Prater. Bronco Motors, Nissan, in Nampa at 315. <laughs> cool. So, you know, um, a, a lot of what our podcast is based on is trying to fund raise funds to really grow his scholarship endowment at the school as well. Oh, cool. And raise funds to also um, get a scholarship for our high school that we went to. Which high school is that? It's uh, Bishop Amont Memorial High School in La Puente, California. It's a private school that we went to, so that hence the scholarship. So we want to be able to fund um, one student's tuition, which is roughly $9,000 a year. Whew. It's insane. I know when I went there, it was a lot, but it wasn't that much. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really trying to do that and get that rolling. And, just, and our podcast, the spirit of our podcast in general – is to just connect people to the football players and who who all are people just like everybody else and are in the community. You mm -hmm. just might not know that they even played because they might not just not talk about it or something. But everybody has a cause, and we're trying to bring attention to those causes and raise funds and just fund it and put it all back into the community. We're working on getting a 501c3 to establish as a non-for-profit entity. Right we, on. We already have a production yeah. LLC. Yeah, we became accidental philanthropists through yeah. all this. So Wow. Yeah. It's so, really well, we're, we're on our way. We haven't given anybody any money <laughs> yet. We're trying to raise them. Working on it. We're, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, That's awesome. We're Sounds like to... a good Richard Gere movie. Accidental <laughs> philanthropists. <laughs> uh, that's so awesome. Um, well, thanks for letting me talk about it for an extended amount yeah, of time. Oh, no. What's no. the biggest, uh, what do you think, the, what do you consider the biggest name that you've had on your show uh, as far as uh, alumni mm -hmm. or players? Okay, so last year <clears throat> on the actual episodes, we've had uh, a wide receiver named Billy Wingfield, a quarterback named Ryan Dinwiddie, uh, offensive lineman named Rob Vian, and and then our last episode last year was with a wide receiver named Andre Banks. Okay. But in the spring, in April, and during the spring game, when the football team comes out and works out for the springtime, um, there was a lot of people out at the bars after the spring game because they try to bring everybody in and have like a big mm -hmm. barbecue party on the stadium patio and get everybody together and raise and just get the guys back together and hang out. So they all cool. go to the bar afterwards, and we had 
Ryan Clady, who was the number one uh, yeah, highest yeah. draft okay. pick mm-hmm. ever out of Boy State. First round, I think, yeah, seventh yeah. round draft pick overall. Twelfth, I think. Twelfth. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice guy. Le- nice. Yeah, real wow. nice guy. Mm-hmm. Where did he get? Where did he go? He went to Denver. Denver. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He Jets. He played yeah. for the Jets and the Jets. <laughs> we had a guy named Legadun Nane. We had. Uh, th- on the spring game podcast, that audio is still being receiver. Yeah, ah, yeah. we got a know. lot of we got a lot of um, kind of scratchy audio because it, it was got real worse noisy and worse as the night <laughs> went on, as you can imagine. As <laughs> so, the shots we're still working around. on chopping it up and mixing it down into a promo that we're going to release before the kickoff, which is uh, August thirty first, is our first episode this year, and we'll be down at Suds Tavern, right across the street from Bronco Stadium. Right on. Yeah, yeah, cool. Nice. I got to when, uh, when when Bill Burr came to town. I hit him and Bartnick up, and I had a, I had a friend that uh, used to that I played poker with now. But he went to Boyd State, and I think he was in like, um, you know, that uh, vice president, uh, whatever the whatever that shit is at school. Uh, you know, you know, like of the student body. Student body. There oh, you okay, go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got I got to get Bartnick and uh, Bill Burr out on the blue field because they oh, wanted yeah, to I'm, check it out oh, dude. And, I, and i was like dude i got to step out there and i was like dude this is fucking kind of fucking cool but i'm sure you did it you know since you you know you played and stuff i'm like i can only imagine dude being you know, stepping out on the field and having those stands full <sighs> i mean yeah. it's it's kind of fucking cool man it's uh, exhilarating yeah, yeah it's not as yeah. nerve-wracking as stand-up comedy no way man <laughs> not even close man. really can imagine yeah. if you stand up with a helmet on I mean, just like no one can. And punchlines no tackled you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, there's so many more people at the at the football game than there would ever be. <laughs> I guess if you're the guy that makes that one play, it's probably a lonely yeah. moment. Well, remember, and there are there are 21 other people on the field yeah. with you at the same yeah, time. Yeah, if there are 21 people on stage, you can kind of hide. Well, and I remember like when uh, Kellen Moore, no, not Kellen Moore, uh, Kyle Brotsman, like a few years oh, back, oh, or, yeah. yeah, when he like flubbed mm-hmm. that kick, and people were just like so Fighting, fucking furious yeah. at that kid. Well, yeah, yeah that's unnecessary. Did... I don't condone that at all. Oh, just... yeah, of, of course. I mean, at the same time, you got to make that kick though. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> dude, because they had, the, you know why, and you oh, know why sorry, it was so dude. bad was because like they had no business being able to be in field goal position. Yeah, Kellen Moore made a ridiculous pass, and I don't, I don't even know who caught that. Uh, I don't even know caught yeah, it. It escapes me right Oh, now. my goodness. They had no business being there. But, but, yeah, it but it's miracle. like the type of thing where it's like that type of stuff could happen to anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, But, like, all this ire just gets directed at that dude, yeah. that, like, one dude. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, hence the, the plot fuck? of Ace Ventura. <laughs> <I know. laughs> don't kick. Laces out. Hey, uh, kids, go for punting. <laughs> Punters don't get in trouble when they're <laughs> kicking. Actually, you know what? They do, I don't know if you watched Hard Knocks last night, but John Gruden's showing a clip. And a guy uh, on defense, it's third down, and the, the, the guy completes the pass. He's heading for the first down. Well, as he gets inside, the guy punches out the ball. But if you were standing where the defense was going to run on the sideline, it almost looked like, oh, I guess that's it. Because he fell and you couldn't see the ball, but somebody scooped the ball, comes running out. <laughs> the punter thought it was fourth down. And even though these guys are running with the ball, he literally trots out onto the field with the ball, looks to his left. Here comes players. And he goes, ah, and he drops the ball and goes back in there. And he goes, yeah, don't get caught doing this. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, but it was just so funny to see a punter like, all right, it's my time to, oh, shit. <laughs> like that trombone player who got laid out in that college game. Remember that? Oh, man. Well, the, yeah, Stanford band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Good time. Good time. Um, so we're, we usually go to uh, about 6.30, so we're going to take a break here in a few minutes, but I'm not sure if you guys are planning on sticking around, but if you're not, 
I do want to ask you really quick, just since uh, I have had a couple of conversations about it recently, but I haven't talked to an actual uh, ex-player about it. But what do you think about student athletes not getting paid while like the institutions are making a fuck ton of money on, on their backs? What do you think about that? Oh man, I I got no pressure. I, I have mean, to admit, there I hold I I hold mixed feelings about it. I, okay. There's no other way to say it. I mean. Do I wish that I could get some compensation or maybe just a little nod or, you know, some <laughs> some credit, maybe, <laughs> you know, anything. Something. Yes. Yeah. Maybe some some student debt or maybe I don't know, whatever. If I could oh, just they get, give you student debt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just get a little something for the considering how much I mean, you look at the facilities down there and you're like, I know how much this stuff costs like i'm a construction estimator mm-hmm. that's what i do for a living i know how much this <laughs> stuff costs and i didn't see any of that money and i know that i know i didn't go out and catch any touchdown passes or set any records i was just offensive lineman i just pushed people around and had fun had a great time doing it don't get me wrong <laughs> but i wish i had a little some of that you know at the same time if you start paying the college kids it's not going to be an amateur sport anymore, and it's going to turn into the NFL real quick. Right. Well, no, because uh, the, the the fact that the players like like w- when am I supposed to have a job? Okay. I mean, look, I'm part of I'm part of this team that brings all of these people to see make all your money, mm-hmm. and and you like I'm supposed to practice. I'm supposed to go to school. I'm supposed to play in these games. I'm supposed to do the travel. Well, um, aren't, aren't no, they not hey. even allowed to? I'll, allowed to have jobs a lot of the time? I don't think there's a very, very, very very small amount of money that can be made as a football player outside of football. But what I think could be an answer to this question would be maybe take care of them a little bit better after they're gone. Maybe make sure that we have a place for everybody to land. Similar to how I believe we should structure society for veterans that are overseas and come back oh like job placement yeah like community re- I mean, placement yeah. some big school a lot of big schools like um notre dame and usc they have all of this deep history of alumni that are very powerful around the country but at schools like boise state it, the pockets aren't as deep mm-hmm. we don't have the population or the history or the nearly the alumni base that's willing to throw money at the football program but i mean at the same time, this economy locally right now, construction alone is just crushing. Uh, you know, the economy is just booming right now. Everything's just well, yeah. going off. <laughs> People are making a ton of money off of all the construction projects that you see around town. and Which are everywhere. And, like, I mean, there there's a ton of opportunity everywhere. So why do we... Ha- in, we increase the the visibility of Boise by having all these amazing players come through and sacrifice and build the program up. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, everybody, the influx of people that I think is mildly responsible. You can credit that mildly to the success of a football program, the boom in the population. I would say Boise is pretty much a college town. Well, yeah, they, I mean, the applications went up after the it's first grew into I mean, one. like yeah. it became a national school. So yeah, for sure. So, so but it, yeah, it is like a college town, though. I mean, it doesn't always like feel like that because, like, when you're maybe like outside of like 
downtown Boise when you don't you're not running into students as much, oh, you yeah, know. Yeah. You're in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it like Boise still is kind of just a big college town, you know. Like yeah. a lot revolves around Boise State football. Oh, very mm-hmm. much yeah, so. Yeah. But just just imagine if like what if they had like a Boise State dance team and the dance team could get people to come and see them compete against other dance teams. What if they drew that kind of crowd too? Like I'd say they need to be paid too. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> and well, or look, and if you don't want to compensate it in some way, well, that and that's what I'm saying. Like, look, you have the money. If you make the football team, you're paid for. Okay, you're you're you're, you're, you're like look, you you're 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 housing your stuff mm-hmm. because we this is what we want you to concentrate on because this is what brings in the people mm-hmm. and I just don't want you to have to worry about you know uh you know finding money to eat right, to, yeah. for room and board and for all this stuff and for the eight hundred dollar textbook to, you know <laughs> uh that's yeah that, but uh, there's also the theory which now that I'm in my forties I can say this when you give a twenty year old money. You can't give them enough because they'll get rid of whatever you give. Them oh well, I'm not time. saying I'm <laughs> not saying story. hand over. Yeah. The, do you, do you, to give just them like a food card. Yeah, yeah, It's almost like you have to leave. Like you can eat with this. That's all you can do. Yeah. You know, the, like that's, the athletic program, I believe, they have a full training table now for the that's for true. the athletes. Like they have. They have meal programs and dietary okay. plans I don't really that they follow, follow football or yeah. sports in general. So, but this is just—I uh, was talking about it with my father-in-law. Oh, all right. And so he—you want us to come over and help you, like get <laughs> your back? No, no, no. He—he <laughs> he actually kind of shared your sentiment about it, of like, uh, you know, making sure they're kind of like taken care of, like after they leave yeah. and stuff like that. You don't that. have to and, pay them when they're in school; they get a scholarship. But like, make sure they can get a job after school. Like yeah. make sure yeah, not you, everyone's like, going in the NFL. Yeah. Or if they get even, injured, like take care of Yeah. Like, and even if they are having a hard time while they're playing and you, you they're barely eligible and they're not near graduating when they're done, spend as much time on you on them graduating from school as you wanted them to succeed in the in the football realm. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like at least do that for mm-hmm. them. Oh yeah. At least. For sure. I don't know. See, that kind of cuts into my greed that I have. Yeah. That I, I did all this money that I could never spend. Listen, you know, we, we do that every day. There's going to be no locker rooms you here know what? soon. We're going to get a hold of President Trump and get, get her on the phone and figure that out real quick. And how fun you is that? You guys know the, the school president at BSU? Her name is Madeline Trump. Oh, no. I'm not even kidding. Oh, no, you. No, no, President so, Trump. President uh, Trump in uh, Boise State University. Take that yeah. one and run with it. <laughs> um, that will be the that, if I if I, I that's the only person I would say uh, you know those two words together. Usually when I'm t- it's either the president you know said this dumb shit on Twitter or I'm like yeah you hear Trump. No, her Twitter account's way better and more positive. You should check <laughs> it out. I just actually followed her on her podcast the uh, other day, like, and I was like, uh, wow, like this woman's kind of inspir. Let's just switch him out. Dude, uh, dude, no, what, <laughs> hey man, you know what we should open up? Let's open up. Uh, it, it, we'll have to find a cool fucking name for it. But whatever Trump tweets out. Tweet the exact opposite, or as much as you could, just to show the positivity of like whatever oh, Trump tweets yeah. out. It's like, oh, the Scaramucci's a blah blah blah. Yeah. This and it's like, oh, I remember when Scaramucci worked for me. <laughs> I, I, you know, just... We recently had a disagreement, but I wish him all the best. Like, I hope exactly. him and his family and his friends are Holy doing great. Shit. You know, okay, like, we gotta day. do this. Right, it's gonna be great. it out. Let's do it right now. Uh, all right, let's uh, go. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, are you guys sticking around or? What, what do we have till six thirty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay, yeah, we can probably figure that out. I have right. nowhere else to go. Yeah. No. We'll All right, we'll That's be right why back. you won't yeah. be returning. <laughs> We're 
back at the eavesdrop. Uh, we got Chad, John, and Jason here, and we also have Kat here. Hello. You can mo- move that mic closer to your face. Closer. You can adjust it. You're, oh, okay. Or you I can bet. also lift your seat up so you can get very more. very short. Yes. <laughs> there should be like a little lever. Got it? No. Oh, oh. down, down. <laughs> yeah, you start okay. dropping away? <laughs> I keep going. I regret nothing. Guys, help. Um, you guys were all, like, this is a reunion of sorts since you were all in the same year of Voices This is Funniest awesome. Person. Your name yeah. came up earlier today. Really? Yeah, yeah that's right. No, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should I'm, listen to it. There's some, good yeah, yeah, it's crazy. No, no. We, were talking we were talking about that. Ah, yeah, yeah. oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, you, we were, we were yeah, talking yeah. about that night, like, the, the, like after your set, like you killed a heckler. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I it was really. Yeah, I literally killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you hammered him on stage. You're like, you know what, dude? This guy deserves so much more. Where's that dumpster? Yeah. Meet me back there. Because there wasn't a blue bin back there. So. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. I saw this guy crumple nice. up his can and just like put it in the trash can. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's the last straw. And then I crumpled him up and threw him in the trash can. Yeah, still haven't gotten caught. It's amazing. <laughs> no, I, th- I think we mentioned that you got top five. And then every time we see you, how much shit you talk to me. Every time I see you, you're like, what's up? I own you. What's and I'm up, like, loser? Right, yeah. Like, she seems so nice in every other aspect of her life, but she always talks shit. What's Very up? And she knocks the book shit. Yeah. Was that a trombone? Me. You going to band practice, nerd? Yeah. 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 Knocks the book out of his hand. Yep. Pick actually, it up. I actually played trombone in junior high. And then oh, you're, nice. Very nice. So you're very sorry. nice. You're very nice. You've got me many beers, so you're, you're cool on that aspect. After the, you know. Every time I see you talk shit, you're always very nice. I always that. like supplement with a beer know. and then I'm done. She's not a <laughs> jerk. I'm like, there you go, okay, bad. Yeah. I'm better. Just as a massive dickhead. And yeah. then you make up for it with a beer and everybody yeah. just forgives you. Exactly. It's the you easiest way to frenemies. go about life. Yes. Yeah. Total well, frenemies. She was a total dick, but she did give me this beer. So. <laughs> she's cool. Worth yes, it. she's cool. <laughs> totally Wait a minute. It. She charged me. <laughs> she's going to drink so my not cool. Uh... I haven't seen you since all that time ago. I know. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. How um, have you been? Good. Really busy, but yeah. good. Yeah. Doing a lot of stand up these days. Yes. Yeah. That's actually. cool. How's that been going? Good. Good. Yeah. Tiring, but it's good. <laughs> it's good? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I like it a lot. It's it's going really well. Right on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all right. Cool, yep. everybody. All See right, you later. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to sink back down into my chair. <laughs> She's gone. What's that like? I haven't done stand-up in years. How's that going? Really good. Uh, it's like... Um, Don't rub it in his face. Oh, it's going so good. good wait, 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 wait. Tell us where your mic is, because I know you have a mic. Uh, oh, I do an open mic at Ramapong on Tuesday nights starting at 9.30-ish. I think there's nice. a Ramapong sticker on that there desk is. right there. I nice. saw it. Right I was on. very happy. Yeah, that's been going well. Uh, I'm in 208 uh, in September. Oh, that'll be fun. The, the greatest comedy festival that's ever graced Boise. Boise <laughs> and Idaho. Boise, the comedy capital <laughs> of the United States. Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. You get the, uh, you get the um, was it beginning of September? Mm-hmm. So you get the 208, and then the very next weekend, the dollop at the Knitting Factory. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I was yeah. actually supposed to see them uh, when they were con- going to come like yeah. a year ago. Yeah, yeah and they had and to then- cancel it. Yeah, I think because yeah. one of them had a kid or something. Uh, no, Selfish. well, I, I, I think uh, I think. Sorry, I think I'm just so- kidding. No, I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, actually, a lot of people have kids here. I'm so I sorry. Think, I think Dave got some writing work, uh, oh, okay, and so well. they had to cancel. But then, yeah, and then they were like, uh, all right, we'll just go to the knitting factory instead of the Egyptian. And I was like, I will take seats in the first two rows, please. Thank you, because I'm a fan. Uh, and uh, but, you know, I t- 
Dude, I don't know if you listened to our last episode, but it was fucking fantastic. You ever hear that, that movie, uh, the, the Snowman and the Falcon? No. I've heard okay, of The so, Snowman with Michael Fassbender. Uh, no, no. That, well, uh, this, Mr. Police, you should have listened. You could have saved her. <laughs> Dude, that episode was so good, I tweeted out about it. I go, this is top shelf dollop. I was like, an incredibly, thoroughly entertaining uh, episode. And uh, yeah, then Dave Anthony retweeted it. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, well, there it is. The, the best. Tw- All right, I'm done for the year, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm so looking forward to it. But yeah, it was... Um, a fantastic story. They, they, uh, I've only ever been to one live podcast recording, and was that uh, Koji when he was in the van? No. Well, I guess I was at one. <laughs> I was at po- podcast recordings at Tree Fort this last year because we were okay. recording them. But uh, I've only been to like <clears throat> one, like real podcast. Not that those ones aren't real, but like as an <laughs> as an audience member. Okay, right. I, and, Which one? Uh, Doug loves movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, when when Emma was on at the no, no, actually oh, a different really? time. I was uh, visiting my dad in California, and, and they were doing Doug loves movies at uh, like the Irvine Improv. Okay, and so I went and caught that one. Right? Who were the, you remember? Who the guests were? I think it was Matt, Myra, and Damn wait, man, maybe I've been to two. No, I have okay. been to two. I went to one in Portland as well because I was okay. there doing comedy with somebody else we'll put you on if you want to come record one of, one of ours we, we do them live at well, the bar but I, every weekend <laughs> every game day i don't feel like i enjoy the live podcast experience as an audience member what I if we just it. sent you into the you audience <laughs> really yeah Why? i went to i went to one uh at in portland for uh my brother my brother and me and there was a really drunk girl um, in our party. Like, I didn't know her, but we were friends with, like, a friend. And she, like, tried to fight someone behind her because she was, like, trying to talk back to these people. Ugh, and she was that, just so drunk and yeah, annoying. You and just I was, don't like, do that, though. Yeah. And uh, there was, like, somebody in the, f- like, a couple rows in front of me who had the loudest and most obnoxious laugh. And everyone was telling them to shut up. And so it was just, like, a really negative, like, environment. And then um, the girl who was, like, trying to have this conversation, people kept telling her to shut up. And then she, like, threw down her drink and, like, turned around and was like, you want to fight? <laughs> Like, now the podcast has gotten interesting. I, I was like, I just wanted to see a show. <laughs> so, so she probably wasn't like a fan of the podcast. She, she was like, I made like way too much of a fan. Oh, yeah, super fan. Dang. Yeah, where she thought that they were just talking to her, so she's trying to have a conversation with them and like ignored everybody. Finally, else. my chance to tell them everything I've been thinking oh, for the man. last thousand episodes. Yeah. I want to fuck all the brothers. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, annoying. See, I hated it. I found that you should do live podcasts at a place where nobody cares about your podcast. Sure. The live, like they're like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing that here?" Mm-hmm. They go way better. And that's yeah. pretty much a standard comedy show in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. Is at a bar where nobody gives a fuck <laughs> yeah. about what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but but on the live pod, they can even carry on a conversation and not look at you. Like you don't even expect any attention. I'm whatsoever. doing my thing. You're doing your yeah. thing. We're cool. What are you doing over there? It's a podcast. Shh. That was there was an open mic uh, at the Quarter Barrel for a, a little while, and the weird thing about this place is it was like a, a, a dive bar, but the like bar area and the pool tables were kind of like separated a little bit from like where the stage area was. Uh, so sometimes there would be people over in the bar like playing pool and stuff, and it would just be like the comedians over in the 
the stage area doing like shitty telling them sells jokes yeah exactly but every once in a while you would hear something like from the bar area that would just be like say something funny (laughs) (laughs) as you're trying to you know time the punchline in between uh them breaking uh the pool table just trying to not be like morally decimated by having to like endure just doing comedy for like five other "Quote unquote stand-up comedian." Yeah, yeah, you know, and like trying to not just be like totally like morally devastated by that that like that experience, and then just having some drunk person just being uh, like, "Ah, but just like, <laughs> don't forget I'm here." We we were set up right next to the bathroom door, so every like five minutes on our show in a first three episodes you hear the door open and slam <laughs> people were coming out flush, flush. yeah, yeah. ambiance that's about the level of it's yeah, deep yeah. it's real deep yeah. it fit in well you with the show it. what is this radio lab <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to toilet talk uh, this is just the podcast where we talk about other podcasts oh. yep that's great listening material oh nice so, like, what other podcasts? A podcast about, <laughs> podcast about po- it's a coffee table book about coffee tables. I mean, it's genius. It was right in front of us the whole time. Uh, I've always wanted to do a podcast where every episode is like a parody of a different kind of podcast. Yeah. Like, there's like the Radio Lab episode where it's all like got the like the like jingly jangly sound effects in the background, you know, and yeah, and it's like very like. Uh, not pretentious, but just like very, like produced, you know, and very. It's got a good flow to it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I, do, I definitely enjoyed doing the uh, uh, the true petty crime segment that we did mm-hmm. in episode sixty nine. That was a lot of fun. Nice. And I liked that idea. And I was like, you know what? I'd like to do is I'd like to do a dollop uh, episode where uh, we do a Gareth Reynolds and Dave Anthony's history, mm-hmm. and I would just do it for Dustin and them to kind of goof off on <laughs> and stuff. But then, because literally, I can take it up to where they are now, but then I can make up whatever's in the future. <laughs> it's like, and then Gareth Reynolds turned into a serial killer. <laughs> just go wherever you want. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. But yeah, no, that is it's a, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun to, to toy around with that stuff. I feel like doing a <laughs> like a uh, parody of WTF with Mark Marin. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. would be one of the funnest experiences. Like you start out really mean and bitter, and then you like get some money by the, the end through of the, the whole show. Yeah, through the like through the course of the one episode. Yeah, yeah. And then you get some money, and then you're totally cool to everybody now that you feel <laughs> hey, like I'm yourself. Like, I'm cool now. Yeah. Oh shit! Like I moved. I got a new fucking house. Like I got money now. Everybody, the, the world's not that bad. Like oh yeah, no shit, Mark. There's um <laughs> to talk about another podcast. No, I won't. Talk. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, Let's go back to the uh, bar. Can we talk I, about I ours, question. please? Can we just no. talk about ours? <laughs> I, I have a question. Back to the. the We're gonna do <laughs> smart people town. <laughs> Let's go back to the local stand-up scene. How it it, it kind of was at Liquid at one point, and now there's like four thousand. Yeah. Exaggerating open mics like if you open a bar, it's only about fifteen minutes before you're open <laughs> until like some new comedian comes in. I got an idea. Yeah. Do you do a trivia night? Great. Uh, <laughs> what night is that? It's okay. like that, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> Less participation from the audience. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and there are no winners. Yeah. <laughs> the only question is, are they okay? <laughs> so that my my comedian question: How many of these do you hit up? Because they're overwhelming me just looking at them on Facebook. God. Yeah. So there's. Uh, uh, let me count really quick. There's one on Mondays, two on Tuesdays, three on Tuesdays, um, four, 
two on Wednesdays, uh, one on Thursday, and then one on Sunday. So like eight, eight podcast, uh, eight nah, podcast. I'm good at simple math. <laughs> okay. uh, eight, eight mics a week, um, and you can like hit up multiple in a day, uh, like on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So you it's can like hit turning in New York City here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Book exactly. Your tickets now. Exactly <laughs> like New York. I know. Yeah, you can just ride a rat yeah. from each mic yeah. to each mic. They yeah. just need a little bit one taller building, and we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's in like a lot of them. To be honest, aren't that great. Um, like, you, wait, do you mean what? Are, are you like, knocking ooh, the host? Or are you knocking no, theory? not Which not one? like anything. Not by anything like the comedian's fault, but like who shows up? Uh, can we start, a lot of. Can we yeah. start some shit with somebody? Yeah, let's right go. Now. Come on, let's do <laughs> it. Start talking shit. What's the address down here? Just tell them uh, to come on down. <laughs> yeah, fight me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, podcast fight club. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Uh, just all, just a bunch of nerds yeah. fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. Ow! Or like, this week we challenge Casey Rocket. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll fight him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, Who is it? Casey yeah. Rock? Is that his yeah. real name? Jeez, what a loser. Oh, oh. A Fortnite tournament. You hit me <laughs> uh, no, I think it's just that sometimes Ow. the room is like consistently not full of people oh. like it's just like comedians telling jokes judging. to comedians judging. Yeah. that's it's, what it well, is just it's judging kind of it's just like because um, like uh, for instance last night it was basically just comedians in the audience for uh, my mic until like halfway through the show so you don't want to do your jokes that they've heard a million times yeah. Uh, yeah. so you're just trying to like riff or something and it's like oh and then people walk in and you just go right back to the yep. record like Rrr. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> playing the hits all right yeah. what's our actually so i was at the airport the other day <laughs> are you like the band at the fair who's like listen we're gonna play you know some stuff from our new album but yeah when people start leaving we're gonna roll yeah. out you know <laughs> taking care of business yeah. <laughs> um, it was really funny i made a game last night so like the mic was going fine and then uh, I realized that there was one girl uh, sitting in the audience. She came with her friend um, and he was laughing the whole time, but she didn't laugh at all. <laughs> she didn't even smile like anything. I was watching her the entire time. I noticed her during like when I opened the show and she didn't laugh at all. So I gave the last three comedians. Uh, it was Jeremy Nelson, Casey Rocket and Eric Cole. I was like, anybody who can make her laugh or even smile, I will buy you a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> and so uh, uh, Jeremy Nelson was first. He didn't get anything out of her. At one point, she even like shook her head. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then Casey made her Aww. smile. And I was like, that's it. And um, then she and then he said something else. I can't remember. And she shook her head. No. <laughs> so I was like, all right. Then he's out, too, because that negates it. And then Eric Cole got her to smile twice. So he won. Oh, but, all right. Yeah. Nobody was actually able to make her laugh. No, 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 no. Yeah, she looks like she was like, they stole her dog and they were like, it, the only way we'll give you this dog back is if you sit through this comedy open mic. And she's like, all right, but I won't like it. It's <laughs> like, a very strange like... version of the movie <laughs> Taken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was that. But That's why, I, that's why my closer was always the nine millimeter. It's like, you better fucking laugh. <laughs> it's like, good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all get to live. <laughs> I feel like it's, Oh, it's almost next to impossible to have a good comedy show, and it's almost next to like even more impossible to have a good open mic. Yeah, like, it's super duper hard for it to kind of come together in an well, awesome way. It's tough, especially consistently. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite things, and then a lot, of, I remember I definitely did it up at um, the the spot out in Nampa, Crescent, uh, the Crescent. Um, but I love I, I love I when it's room. a it's a small crowd. But there's, you know, they're there from the beginning. And, you know, every so often you get a person that, like, a, someone new will come in and stuff. I was like, all right, look, the next person that comes in, whatever bit, whatever joke I'm doing, I was like, I'm going to stop. And I'm just going to start ranting about something fucking silly. 
And so, and then I want everybody to be into it. Like, that's damn right. Like, like they walked into a weird meeting, you know? And so, like, somebody will come in. I'll be like, ah, I'll be finishing the joke. And I'm like, oh, and another thing. All right, I've had it enough with this Lucky Charm spokesman, okay? Uh, there's something we got to do about it. And I'm not taking this shit no more. And everybody's like, yeah! And people are like, what the fuck did I just walk into? Is this an angry cereal meeting or something? It's just shit like that. Angry cereal meeting is a great name for a Honeycomb band. is the greatest cereal of all time. I don't know. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Nobody laughed. I'm going to give you a sugar smack, okay? <laughs> how long did you how long have you guys been doing comedy here? Like a long time? Like because I, yes, this is my question uh, like cuz I'm old. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just like there was a place the office on Fairview and they would like it was a bar and they would do like I was in there once getting like dinner at the bar like mm -hmm. with a drink and then all of a sudden a piece of plywood came out and they threw it over <laughs> the bar like can you move and like i'm like oh like okay i was with my you know like my wife i don't know if we're husband and wife anyway that's not here <laughs> sure so we move out of the way and i'm like what the fuck is going on and she's like oh we're doing a comedy show and you're like what i feel like that's how most people are when they walk into something like what the fuck's going on and like a comedy oh, yeah. show like, oh oh yeah. like Holy shit, we're in the middle of a comedy. Can we leave? Yeah. It's a bizarre say. proposition. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you, I'm like, I'm half a sandwich in, and this like Can lady just move? jumped on the bar and was like, comedy show time. And I was like, <laughs> I, yeah. did you ever? Like, let me know. Give me a heads up. Well, we're sitting down here. Yeah. But I just feel like a lot of people feel like that when they walk into it. You know, yeah. We just came down to get a drink. We didn't know it was going to be... And either they're a live in, environment. Yeah, they're yeah. in. Yeah, they're into it. They're really like, wow, yay! And mm -hmm. They sit down, or they're like that. Like, like I am so mad that I <laughs> yeah. can't talk to my friends. <laughs> yeah, and, and like now, yeah, I'm supposed to be quiet for you and your stupid jokes. Yeah, yeah. I, I just lost custody of my kids. Yeah, and <laughs> I, some jokes about I was coming here to talk to my friends, <laughs> and all of a sudden, the comedy show fucking pops up. <laughs> yeah, I, so I work at the at Mad Seed Brewing, where we have the Monday night comedy show, and like like about a half an hour when people start coming in I'll be like hey just so you know there's gonna be a comedy show so chug that beer if you don't wanna be here that's <laughs> so fucking like, smart yeah, yeah that's, and that's the way it customer sure service be. right there like <laughs> yeah, if you need to get like, the fuck out now yeah and well, now we have an outside area so like if they don't wanna be in there I'm like hey if you wanna go outside I'll like serve you outside and you don't have to like come back in well and um, that probably I would guess that would potentially make people actually stick around more yeah. because like they kinda have like a little bit of time to gear up mm -hmm. for it because to just be dropped in the middle of like yeah. a live yeah. like environment where you're not supposed to talk anymore, you're supposed to be paying attention to this one fucking person with a microphone, and all of a sudden that's just like dropped on you, and you're just like, oh, I don't know how to handle this at all. This yeah. isn't what I was prepared for at all. But to give him like a little bit of cushion, I no, think is yeah. like that, the smartest it, thing ever. It's that's really it's really hard at Ramaphong because like they they actually so Ramaphong is a is a ping pong and ramen place, and they put away all the ping pong tables for the open mic. So people walk in and then like I've seen people walk in, see that they're not doing ping pong, and then like walk right back out. <laughs> and I'm like fair, <laughs> just backwards back it right yeah, now. No, yeah, it's like I've seen eye. people like yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good. That, that's good. That's a smart decision done by because, like, that's the worst thing is like because places that do an open mic or have a booked gig, like, there's even been times like I, I even realized it's like, look, you know, and I've, I've like I all just got on stage and like, look, I know this is your home club, and like I, that's why the club should advertise or should tell people about that. It's very important because if it's just someone's local bar where they go all the time, I was like, look, it's, it's like I'm coming into your house and like pay attention to me because I got a mic. And I was like, but look, I know we're in your joint. It's like, but 
you give it a shot. I think you'll enjoy the show. I've done that a couple of times. Sometimes it felt like it kind of helped. Tip the then, scales a little bit. Yeah, but then sometimes it's like, remember that spot that we, what do we, where'd we go that one time where there, those two dudes were waiting out front? You remember that gig? In Middleton, Chaparral? Oh my God, oh, yeah. dude. I, that, that was so <laughs> great. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, two dudes that are waiting out front. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because Chad, Chad got all under their skin. For aut- they're waiting for autographs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna autograph my face with their fist. <laughs> it was funny too. I had no clue until uh, Brett's uh, you know, now wife was like, uh, "Yeah, there, there's two dudes out there <laughs> just waiting for you to get done with your set." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three o'clock playground. Well, hey, maybe you shouldn't have sat up front with your backs to the fucking stage. Meet me and- at the flagpole. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three o'clock, mm. me, you, no <laughs> teachers. Oh, dude. We're fighting for your lunch pail. <laughs> Winner walks away with the lunch pail. Loser just walks. <laughs> if he can. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like I have so many stories, probably similar to you, Chad, of like going to shitty places in like the outskirts of Boise. Like we could probably do like a whole oh, podcast man. about that. Oh, but, yeah. Um, Good old road stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We drove all this while to just bomb in front of all these locals. <laughs> I did a. Uh, it's been fun, everybody. I bomb love, my um, shit. I did a show. So the worst shows I've probably ever done was uh, in Nampa at a biker smoking inside bar, uh, and they were there was like Classic like sixty five people in there not paying attention to you <laughs> just like n- like blatantly not paying attention to you and then um so that was scary and then like somebody uh propositioned uh casey uh with meth they were he, he like stopped him outside he was like hey i just want to let you know you and your friends aren't doing too good <laughs> he's like he didn't have teeth and then he's like oh you want to buy some <laughs> casey's like no thank you <laughs> bring more energy to the stage we're gonna have a good time and like wow uh, so who's married i'm uh, single got kids i'm right so, uh, cool bye Nice bike. Yeah. Can I ride your bike? <laughs> oh man, I went through my forty-five minutes of material in seven minutes. That guy's it a good salesman. So he approached Casey for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the other show I did recently, I did a, I did a show at an AA convention like a couple weeks ago. Uh, so uh, uh, they, the AA circuit. Yeah. <laughs> they. Uh, it was at the Riverside in like this big, like well-lit room. So it's just awful already. And um, they. They uh, uh, they had a comedy hypnotist booked, and he canceled la- like last minute. So they reached out to somebody, and that was probably the smartest thing he's done since he became a comedy hypnotist. <laughs> and then he oh like, <laughs> wait, can we just go through that conversation? Like him talking to his friend, no like, idea. should I do this show? <laughs> or her? I don't know who the comedy hypnotist. I, was, I don't know some dude like out of Seattle. So he was just like, yeah, I'm not coming. Like the night before, <laughs> and they were like, Wah. and so then they like did like a, like a basket thing where they were like auctioning off these like. Um, okay, so for one, two, I was the only one there who drank and was not like sober. So they booked a lot of sober comedians. I was the only one who was like, ah. and then, hey, "What's up, pussies?" I came in like super high. I was like, "You want to hear this?" And they were like, "Get out!" Hey, there's a guy up front. You want to buy some meth? <laughs> I was smoking weed the other day. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to tell jokes at the Mormon church later. Yeah. Well, I, I opened by saying, uh, "I've always wanted to perform at a AAA convention. Thank you for the car service." <laughs> And then I pretend to be like, what? Not car things? Oh, no. And they didn't like it. They didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> good God. Come on. So, I feel they like liked everything else. Yeah, they liked everything else. They were actually a pretty fun audience. That's, but oh, like, that's cool. 
they they told us we were going to start at nine, so we got there at like eight thirty, and then it didn't start till nine forty-five because uh, we had to go through the whole like. Everybody was too drunk. <laughs> I was it was so weird. Also, you're aware that comedy clubs have a two drink minimum for to get the laughs rolling. It seems like, it yeah. seems like that's well, the hardest crowd we ever were all to deal with. Dreading it, and like at one point they were like, "So our comedy hypnotist canceled, but luckily we reached out to some local comedians, and there's three local comedians here." And she actually brought four people. And so I would like count it. I was like, one, two, three, bye guys. <laughs> and, but they were like, no, come on, just do it. We're just all going to do like five minutes and get out of here. Like a quick, quick show. Um, but it's actually, they were like a pretty fun audience. Just leading up to that, getting on stage, you were like, this is going to be horrible. I, I want, who did you, who decided to book a hypnotist, you know? Who well, so I. People who aren't drunk. <laughs> well, well, that's, a, that's the thing though. It's like, you know, this is dangerous fucking shit right there. One of, one of my worst experiences doing stand-up comedy was, um, this comedian from Utah was coming up to headline and he had like featured uh, maybe like a year or so before and he did really well. So they were like, oh, well, we'll let's bring him back to headline. And the, they booked a the feature, the middle act out of California somewhere. Um, and he was like a comedy juggler magician. And the reason I found out later the reason he got booked to do this show is because he like knew he had like friends and family in the area and he bought like 50 tickets out of his own pocket. Like he bought 50 tickets. So he paid to perform. He paid to perform. <laughs> so he bought these tickets and gave them to like his friends and stuff. So they would come see him. Oh no. And it was so weird because progressively throughout the weekend, it was like six shows, you know, standard Tuesday, one on Thursday, two on Friday, blah, blah, blah. Right. And throughout the weekend, his sets progressively were, I was getting told to let him go longer and longer. I was hosting the shows. So it started off, he was doing 10 minutes. And then as the by, by the end of the weekend, he was doing like 45 minutes in the middle. And then I was just bringing on the headliner for like 20 minutes at the end. And it was... It was fucking bananas. Was like, was he any good? No, he was fucking bad. He <laughs> no. was so bad. What he made me say in his credits that he was in Star Trek Four: The Undiscovered Country. He was an extra in that movie, but he wanted it listed as one of his credits. Ooh. And I was like, buddy, nobody gives a flying fuck that you were in Star Trek Four: The Undiscovered Country. I Did promise you... you this, my friend. <laughs> no the box lunch is where that relationship ended. That three <laughs> yeah. box lunch. That's it. Uh, he, he juggled like cigar boxes and stuff and he would do the thing where he would like drop stuff on purpose that's like part of the act right. you know yeah, Ooh. yeah. It this was... is like a kid's birthday party kind of guy yeah. This... yeah except sometimes he would say like hell or shit oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys the R rated <laughs> yes. just wait for the late show <laughs> drop a cock so let loose. Uh, it was it was rough so hated it. Uh, now, uh, my uh, I also have a question. Did did any of those fifty people show up? That that's what would have been funny. He paid for all these tickets and he gave them out. Oh yeah, and um, then like none of the people came. No, it's like oh a juggler. So, Steve's a juggler now. That's why his uh, time was getting longer and longer because like okay. more pe more of his friends were showing up for the later shows. And who was the headliner? Uh, I don't want to say names because I don't want to. I don't want to blow up anybody's spot. Well, I don't think you would blow it up because, like, that would, you know. Has he come back? 
Uh, I think so. Really? Yeah. Because so well, that would be that would right. be fucking insulting. Where it's just like, dude, yeah. you're what telling me to give this. Was he here? Yeah. What? What? What was it? It was a man. It was like March 2014. When did Steve Martin come here? It was. It was insane. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, I, I'm, dude. If I was a headliner, but like, dude, you, like, what are you doing? Well, what I actually heard. Doing? I have another. I have a story. I watched this happen at a club, and I, I just went to it. I didn't do stand up, mm-hmm. but I went to a club, and then years later, I met this comedian here. Oh, and I was like, oh, I saw you open at a club, and he's like, well, when? And I'm like, I said the main comedian he's with. He's like, really weird weekend. Um, <laughs> That guy's pretty established, been doing this a long, long time, and uh, the owner of the club in Portland flipped us on Friday from the headliner to the the opening act, like flipped us. Oh, my God. And he's like, I'm in an apartment with a guy oh. uh, all weekend. Yeah. And like, so, <laughs> turns out you're going to be doing the 20, 15, what, 20 minute, tonight. You don't want to give this guy's name? The, well, he- the no. headliner's name? No, I mean, I'll tell you afterwards. I mean, you know him, but... <laughs> well, I'm just saying... Oh, that. I don't want... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sticking to the Brett kind of... Oh, like no, you can no do whatever you want. No, no. <laughs> I'm, 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 that's kind of my rule, too. Like, if he wants to come on and tell you the story, that's his story. Sure. I'm not going to... I thought we were going to fight this podcast. Dude, no. I, dude, <laughs> I thought we were going to give up I'll the name address. names. Dude, I saw this piece Spill of the shit. Tea. I saw this piece of shit Chad Heff perform. Uh, no. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was there. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Trying to record an album. <laughs> um, the other one that I had uh, that was very awkward, uh, and so I can kind of relate to the AA show experience, was yeah. probably within my first like six months of doing stand-up comedy when I was like 23 years old. Uh, at an open mic, some dudes who were here for like kind of like a corporate retreat type thing, like they had rented out a room at like the fucking Motel Six, whatever that bougie hotel is. This was a comedy gig, it was, it was Motel Seven. It was, are you so sure? Because they came up to they approached me after the open mic and they were like, Hey, we thought you were really funny. Uh, do you want to come do comedy like for our little conference thing? Uh, it's like 20 people and we'll pay you like. X amount of dollars, and I was like, was "That's that the most." Was it, 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 was it was a good amount of money okay. for what it, for what it was, and for being. You're not going to tell us the amount of money, are you? Either. No. <laughs> I will, there was a Benjamin involved. I know. I, well, because I wanted to seem like it was more than it was. Millions. No, I got it. Yeah. It was. It was two hundred bucks for like fif- doing fifteen minutes. Yeah. No. That's yeah. Not that's right. But when you first start at twenty three from years an old, open mic, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good. Yeah. Like I just did three yeah. minutes for free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the so. Uh, they were they were like yeah we've had like Big J Okerson come and do comedy for stuff with for for us okay. and I was like uh, <laughs> I think I'm out of my league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See I'm little J Okerson. But <laughs> yeah. wait did you have 15 minutes at the time or did you just say okay like I've got I, well I just said okay I got five and I'm gonna win oh, yeah. the rest I okay did the, yeah I for then sure. I'm gonna do some hits yeah. you guys like Eddie Murphy <laughs> so I was like so. But I did so I did my due diligence though, and I made it clear that I was like this. These, this is the material that I have. Like the material that you saw tonight is the material that I'll do in front of your in front of your people. And they were like, "Cool, right on." And it was like the next day, so I didn't have like time to like prepare oh, yeah, anything yeah, else, yeah. you know. So uh, I went when I got there. They both came up to me and they were like, "Okay, so we thought it'd be really funny if we acted like you were like the CEO of the company, and you came up <laughs> and like we." Uh, pretended like like that you were like the inventor of like the product like the like microchip that we have or whatever, and I was like, oh okay, and 
But, but so like, tell us we're all real naughty. <laughs> so, tell us we're all real bad. Yeah. So, and anytime you can slide in the N word, do it. It's hilarious. Come on, we're paying you. So they and wear boxer shorts. <laughs> they, uh, my. So I do that. I like go along with it because I'm just like, if I'm 23, I don't know how to like stand up for myself and be like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> you know, like now if somebody were to say that, I'd be like, I don't think that's going to work the yeah. way you think it's going to work. Yeah. You want to hire an actor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, also, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I go up there and they bring me on as like the like wunderkind of their company, like the C- youngest CEO ever. And, they, and my first joke is about how it's like the first joke I ever came up with about like being in a like uh, a bathroom and somebody knocking on the door and me like just shouting that I have diarrhea and then I open the door and it's like a cute girl and it, it, that's so funny. Yeah. Classic. Was, yeah, that was like my first joke of the set that I had prepared and so I was like, well, I'm sticking with the set list. So. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. But I think and everybody was just like, uh, we're fucked. No. I'm putting my resume out right now. <laughs> this is how you treat your CEO, you fucks. Uh, everybody was was just like what is happening <laughs> well, see, that guy's not the ceo oh, did, did you I, I don't know see because i would like like what if you get that opportunity now even at the same rate about 200 dollars, and you're just gonna go like yeah fuck it i'm not doing anything tomorrow night and then you show up and like yeah we want you to be there like pretend you're ceo and you design this and i would i think i might take it further we're like, can I pretend I'm on coke? And then you just go up there and you just have the rantiest, like, yeah, you guys, you guys, oh man, I've got this new product up here. It's gonna be so fucking awesome, dude. You guys are like, man, oh, I know this guy, Craig, holy shit. Or I would just go, I would do like uh, the raunchiest stuff I could think of. I'd be like, what's all the most blue material that's ever popped into my mind? That's what I'm gonna do for this yeah. corporate event. Yeah. Cause fuck it, right? It's 200 bones, like, yeah. Uh, uh, have you ever gone into the bathroom after Karen had her coffee? Holy <laughs> shit. Talk about a growler. You know? I mean, yeah. it's weird that she always leaves up her deckers, though. That's the weird part. So I, I respect just, it. I just like come up with the best character High and like Karen. put on a uh, like a turtleneck and like slick my hair back <laughs> yes. and be like, hello. <laughs> just go around. What, like, you really know what would also be awesome it. is if you did that, but then you had the, like the small mustache with the triangle and goatee yeah. where you go up there like, hello, everyone's <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on? I'm not addressing it. <laughs> just and you just, you just say stuff like innovation. <laughs> Synergy. <laughs> Bananarama. Well, I, I have a question about the rest of the story. So uh, did they, this oh, is yeah. my guess, did they attempt to then be like, ha ha, he's just going to do jokes. And you're like, fuck you guys. Thank you. Like, now it's not going to go well at all. Uh, no, I was, I was very nervous about it. Like, I was, I was very nervous. So for, for one, I couldn't sell the character at the beginning of being like the young CEO. I could not sell so that. you're not an actor is what you're saying. No. You're not, okay. Uh, and two... I was so nervous about the whole like setup and premise of this whole like weird thing that they had come up with that I couldn't sell the jokes either. Oh, that yeah. everybody was just fucking confused as to what's happening because they were like, uh, I don't think he's the CEO, or, uh, but he's also not funny, so, <laughs> so I don't get what he's doing. You know, that's actually really weird because I've seen a lot of people who like laugh at their boss just because they're the boss. So if they were like to con- like be convinced that you were the CEO, I feel like I figured that they would be like, he's not funny, but like he's paying our check. Well, I think when I did the diarrhea joke, they were like, uh, <laughs> no. Our boss doesn't have diarrhea. Okay? He got too much money for that. 
Nobody was buying it from the from the oh. jump. Like okay. nobody thought I was the CEO from the jump. So like, did you just die for fifteen minutes? Take I just the died. Bucks yeah. and yeah. go home. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I got paid up front. Okay. <laughs> so, so they gave me the two hundred bones in cash, and then I I just bombed for fifteen minutes, and it was so uncomfortable that uh, as soon as I was done, I was like. All right, I gotta go, and then just left and didn't say anything to them, and never heard from any, never heard from them again. They didn't uh, like text me and say like, "Hey, thanks for doing that" or anything. I was just like, "I'm out of here, goodbye." You're still on a bulletin board at some company. Like, this is the worst idea. <laughs> don't let don't let John pick the talent anymore. Yeah. Yeah. This is why John's not in charge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's what like at some point, like if if I'm in your spot i mean then again at that age i might not have had the wherewithal to do it but like as soon as you know you're bombing and you just kind of kind of got a level it's like hey have you ever gone out to a comedy club and see a comedian and got really drunk and then booked him to do like a a corporate (laughs) gig the next day well i almost did that Uh, you know two guys you guys know what i'm talking about i'm preaching to the choir here (laughs) it's it's uh yeah hindsight it with a lot of those types of situations i'm always just like why didn't i like uh, there was, you ever paid two hundred? Here we go. Let's play this game again. What would you have done in that situation now, looking back on it? Well, I think I would have. I would have just gone as blue as possible. I would have just because I'm not these days. I'm not hurting for two hundred bucks. Like it would be uh, dick jokes. I'm not going to turn that. down two hundred bucks. But if I'm just going to go like in there, and I know it's like a weird setup, I'm just going to be like. Fuck it. Like, I don't care. I don't really, I don't yeah. do stand up comedy that much yeah. these days. Mm-hmm. I'm not like hurting for work, you know? So, I like, think I would have do seven minutes now and just walk out and be like, you going to stop me for the other eight or what? <laughs> 200 bucks, seven minutes. Fuck off. Uh, Jason, what would you do? I don't know. When they asked me, I think it might have been like, listen, man, let's bump the rate up to a, a thousand bucks an hour and I'll do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, you bring the condoms, I'll bring the lube. <laughs> <laughs> just tried to freak him out, you know, just kind of go way back over top of him. That's to where he's LA, like, not What Boise. the fuck you know, are you talking about? Well, we fun- thought we were hiring a comedian. What did you bring to this convention? <laughs> well, that's funny because it, looking back, they asked me how much I charge. And I yeah. said 200 bucks, and they were like, okay. But looking back, I should have been like, thousand bucks especially <laughs> especially when One they came at you with the change dollars. order exactly you know yeah. like we talked about this other thing and now you have demands like what do you oh yes game? brett the businessman should yeah. have been like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> acting <laughs> is a different rate yeah. <laughs> I, I go by sag rate so it's at five thousand let's call it in the middle it's a how uh, much do you charge a kilo of cocaine <laughs> get on it baby <laughs> you're booked we only have 24 hours chop chop <laughs> uh cat what would you do i would do the character thing i would just commit oh, right. to the character i wouldn't be scared like i'm like oh well there's no way this is gonna go well so how might old, as well how, just like how old are you i'm 24 oh oh wow you're a lot more uh confident in yourself than i was at 23 I think. you seem like you're gonna be much more successful with that attitude i, I feel like <laughs> like Agreed. shit like she's 24 talking like this yeah i just gonna hold my own in it. <laughs> i'm just gonna own it man <laughs> this is what happens when all you're told in high school is you're funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah nobody told wow. me that until never <laughs> a little positive reinforcement goes a long way that's right yeah. charter schools yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, keep it weird to keep put the negative weird. spit on it it was because i wasn't pretty <laughs> that's what they were saying it's like at least you're funny and it was like that's what it was uh, so now i don't care what people think um sorry no, to ruin no, that all, all i heard all i heard in high school was like there's the guy who makes his guidance counselor cry 
Oh, no. <laughs> I got who? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, I I didn't get. I got neither. I got. Oh. <laughs> I got a lot of. He seems troubled. <laughs> yep. And uh, he's bad news. But I wasn't really bad news. I just like smoking cigarettes and watching Happy Kangaroo. Yeah, making my hair blue. You know, I'm surprised because your voice sounds like it's like an angel voice, yeah, right? To be honest with you, it's, it's quite buttery and smooth. That's why it's the number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's the number one podcast in the nation. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't smoke cigarettes that often these days. Mm -hmm. I smoked from like 16 to 21, and then took a break, and then from like 23 to like. 26 so it's like your origin like, story kind of, yeah it's and like, now yeah. Uh, irregularly i'll smoke you know every now and then uh, chad's around yeah the bad, bad influence <laughs> yeah now you're the bad age oh uh, yeah no i've heard that i've heard that all throughout high school and <laughs> into my yeah no, nobody was like, all the you're funny no one was like i want to date you it's like hey you, hey you, your son decided to make those choices i had nothing to fucking do with it you know? <laughs> just his friend and now you're looking at me as like there's the motherfucker that put the evil in our kid i'm like me <laughs> dude I mean, we got we go to school together that's it my neighborhood i grew up in was all mormons and they everything i did was offensive to them like I, I dared a kid to in his he had a swimming pool and I dared him to do a, a flip, but when he did the flip to pull his pants down a little bit so that just like a little bit of his butt would come out of the top of the water, <laughs> and his mom heard me and she sent me home, <laughs> banned you for life. Yeah, jeez, oh, uh, yeah. Teen teenagers, man. <laughs> <laughs> made him pull down his magic underwear. What an asshole. It's not like I made him pull his dick out and do yeah, like yeah. a backflip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, All right, dude, the, that's the next time. Come out like a periscope. You know? called, <laughs> that's why it's called a whale tail, baby. <laughs> I, I would argue you just made a suggestion. He has the right to be like, no, fuck off. Like, I'm not doing that. I, mean, I know. Yeah, like it's a free country here. Yeah. yeah. If anything, it should have made his mom proud that he was like, no, I will not do that. Yeah, no, exactly. he did it. Ah, oh, oh, come on. That's where the letdown. She was, see, she took out her disappointment in, on you. Yeah. That's right. That's wrong. Yeah. It's misplaced. Exactly. Mrs. Mormon mom. Oh, her, I remember her name. Smith. Uh, I'll blow it. It's Smith. We know it's Smith. <laughs> she's so the one on lady Facebook. we're going to put on the spot. In yeah, this we're going to put on blast. <laughs> By the way, uh, she's going to be on the show next week. One on one. This is Mormon mom. Hi. Uh, all right. Well, get, damn. We're yeah. uh, at 630. So right we're there. at time. We started on yeah. time and we're ending on time. This is fucking unheard of. Dude, we got to go because we're booked to do this uh, corporate gig. Uh, all, <laughs> right. all yeah. Some guy just gave us 200 bucks at the bar. <laughs> That's we're out. The weird thing yeah. is that we all have to do it with a little bit of our butts out. <laughs> you know what's great, though, is we can just skip the corporate event and buy meth from that other dude. Oh, right. We got yeah. 200 bucks for the meth now. Bring it all back. We're, yeah. we're, we're tying it all together. All just right. think of all the jokes we'll write. Uh, the, right. Bron the Bronco alumni show does not condone the use of meth in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, just and I want to let that. my Mormon mom, I'm saying no to the butt thing. Yeah. <laughs> we only recommend meth when you have to dig in a yard right <laughs> all opinions expressed are of the individual uh expressing person. them yes, yeah yes. uh <laughs> all right let's uh let's wrap this shit up let's do uh final final thoughts uh cat what do you got i'll give you the longest since you got here the latest into the show um what did i get from the what being here no, not no. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Like, do you just have like? Do you have anything you want? Like, do you have anything you want to plug? You got like oh. your open mic? Or uh, yeah, the open mic at Ramapong. But it doesn't have to be that. Um, then it's not that. 
Just okay. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it is there. Oh, um, uh, so I'm layers. on a, a, a live podcast recording of the Grimace Half Hour Power Hour. Um, the oh, you didn't like doing one. live podcasts. I like. I don't like attending them. Right. Being a part of them, then like I'll put on a show. <laughs> Technically, you're still attending. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to leave right after I go out. So. <laughs> of course. Um, Unless I fight somebody who's trying to talk on the podcast. Where's that yeah, at? Yeah, exactly. That's at uh, the Lounge at the End of the Universe, uh, August 31st. It's a Saturday at 10 p.m. Right on. I'm there. That's it. Uh, cool. Well, thanks for coming on the show. It, it was, was nice fun. to see you. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Chad, what do you got? Well, if that's the longest time, I'm going to go uh, just check out Diabetes for the Souls, me and Dustin Chalifo's uh, uh, podcast, and it's on the Eavesdrop Network. Easy way to get there is jizz.biz. And uh, also, check out, uh, we released a um, the longest password ever created audio sketch, little oh. audio theater. It's <laughs> on our SoundCloud, but we put it up on all of our social, you know, on Twitter and on my Facebook and all that stuff. But yeah, four minutes of fun. Right on. All right. <laughs> I really sold it. <laughs> well, what else can be said? Uh, John, uh, what do you got? Are we doing plug? First, I want to say to anybody that It I doesn't did, have to be plugs. You can do whatever okay. you want. Anybody I did comedy with, uh, we're, me and Jason are still alive. So <laughs> people have seen us. Uh, we're not... We might let him take a picture later. I don't know. We're out here. We're out here. <laughs> and we're watching all of you <laughs> very closely. Marked safe. And also, thanks. You know, I listen to your podcast secretly, so why don't you listen to ours? That'd be great. Um, <laughs> tell, tell him again what it is. It's the uh, Bronco Alumni Show. I'm not an alumni, and I don't know how the hell I got there, but. Right on. Yeah. It's uh, just find it Facebook. I, I don't, you know, if you don't know how to find it, then don't listen to it. I mean, okay. it should to be pretty Google. easy. <laughs> anyway, YouTube. It's on YouTube? We, yeah, we're, we're our production is slightly <laughs> it's on its way here. Yeah, we're putting it on YouTube with a two hour picture. So our first oh our God. first two our first three attempts are on YouTube and we're coming back uh, August thirty first right as on. well. So um, oh, so but, many but we're for the day. football game. You can listen to the podcast on the way to yeah. the live podcast. We're early. Yeah. Yeah. It's even going to we'll be, be live. earlier than here. Yeah. Oh, there's a football game during your podcast, and this might detract from Fight somebody's me. I, don't I know. know. <laughs> our audience. <laughs> our audience isn't football goers. Yeah. <laughs> listen, football people. I've learned. I, I didn't play football much, but it's, they're people. They really are. All they have like sizes. they have yeah. interests and oh they like God. hopes and just like all the rest of us. I need to. There's a lot more. Think on this. A lot of news. Uh, uh, all right, and Jason, uh, you could. I mean, uh, well, me and John are kind of on the same show, yeah. but the Bronco Alumni Show. Uh, go on YouTube, check out the Sud Sports Network. That's where we're going to be releasing all of our shows. Um, say also, something nice too. Also, we've been on nice. Podbean. Shout out to my wife Kirsten, to my daughter Ruby, and to my other daughter Kennedy. We call her Kinney. Uh, she's cute and do you want to uh plug this uh this luncheon here oh yeah that's in that's back in california okay so what we're doing is there might it, be people listening in california, Hello, in Cal california. down in california in Point California. california listen somebody down there is. there's yeah. the 20-year anniversary of my friend paul reyna he died playing football at boise state but we went to high school together at bishop Amat in La Puente, at the high school this Saturday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we'll be getting together to share stories and remember him. So that's a big deal to me. I'm leaving. I've been back to California in years. I'm real excited. I'll be there for a minute, but Don't I'm coming back, back real fast. Cali. Also, this Friday, 315, at Bronco Motors Nissan in Nampa, I'll be on Idaho Sports Talk with Caves and Prater, sharing my story like I assimilate to what I did here. 
um, you know, for the listeners, for the people out there. Yeah. To prove, to, for st- proof listen that to that we're as well, you know, maybe get a little bit different, uh, a little different flavor. The yeah. athletes are people too. I guess that's what we're really trying to wrap it up and say here. Yeah. Right on. They go and watch movies. They watch, <laughs> you know, artistic they things. They saw Endgame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they eat charcuterie boards. They're fine. Yeah, the one at Chicky Tail is the, it's so good. Listen, they they like ping pong and they, ramen. Yeah. yeah. And they, comedy. They oh, go to the bars to drink oh and are surprised by open mic nights. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're just like people. us. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks. It was really nice to have uh, some new blood in here. Uh, Chad, thanks for coming old back. blood, old blood, baby, uh, <laughs> old money. Uh, I, I know I had my time blood. to no, 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 go ahead. Uh, plug something, but uh, my friend Cody Colgan uh, and I have a podcast called uh, Mob Splaining, where we uh, I don't want to watch Riverdale, and he loves Riverdale, so he just explains episode by episode to me. Uh, right so on. That's coming out tomorrow. So. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's awesome. I wanted to uh, plug it for him. So sick. Uh, cool. And so is that going to be like on? It's going to be. It's going to be on iTunes and SoundCloud. The pl- a couple of the places. Yeah. Right on. Um, cool. Well, th- yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And uh, you guys uh, listen, you know, all the other stuff. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.